what's going on with you guys this is the cloud nine podcast season three episode one and i could think of no better way to start off the third season of the cloud nine podcast with some cloud nine drama is that not what we all wanted see like you know i'm a big fan of like super like ironic things actually and what ended up happening was geez the fact that i knew we were going to start the cloud nine podcast on wednesday the third season so proud of you know everything this show has been able to do and all the views it's gotten and everything that the show has been able to accumulate over the course of time and to start off the way this will start is going to be insane so yeah sean um do you still have a life after what happened this week for the LCS, actually? <laughs> uh, barely. What do you mean, barely? What the fuck's wrong with you? Oh, fuck. So, yeah, like, there's so much to explain. But I want to make sure I say this um before I actually go further. So, I really didn't have enough time throughout, like, my job and my main YouTube channel and doing a whole bunch of content, I didn't get it. I didn't really get a whole lot of time to go that far into the LEC. I only watched games from Vitality, Rogue, Fnatic, and G2. Just want to make sure you guys know that. So when we talk about the LEC, which is going to be later on in the show, I can really only talk about a few teams and a few other games that I saw. Because most of what I'm going to talk about uh, for this episode of the Cloud9 podcast is pretty much all just going to be based around, you know, uh, the Cloud9 LS situation, uh, TSM and their drama situation going on. 100 Thieves are looking like really suspect for some reason. Uh, It's mostly going to be LCS first. Next week, when we have the second episode of the Cloud9 podcast for season three, we'll go back to our usual routine of LEC first, then LCS, obviously. So yeah, for this week's first episode of the Cloud9 podcast's third season, we're going to do LCS first because there's just so much to explain. And, you know, I've seen everybody, you know, give their takes, you know, on the LS situation. And like, to be fair, let's just be honest here. Let's get this like firmly out of the way before we go even further into like what we think might have happened you know let's be honest here none of us really know what actually happened because even the cloud nine video that they put out really didn't say a whole lot i i I know they kind of glimpsed at it you know because the community what they ended up doing was the fact that they just took ls's side you know i'm not saying you're wrong for doing that because we none of us know what really happened but it's just Really odd that the community just chose to just take LS's side. You know what I mean? Like, it just completely went, okay, LS was right. You know, he's automatically the dude I want to believe. That's it. But it's really crazy because I should probably recap how that day happened for me. So, I literally, you know, like, just got off work, you know. And, you know, so I, I think this is just going to be something that ended up happening uh, overall, when you have like a certain Whoa. drama situation that happened with a lot of things, you know, so uh, it's there's so much to explain. So, here, uh, I'll start like this. hasn't done the best job of like explaining anything, but at this point, with like everything we've heard, 
Well, the biggest like thing I can come up with that would make them look positive that they're not explaining is if LS agreed like in the contracts and stuff and like beforehand that yes he he would get to do like unique things but still follow a certain coaching f- philosophy mm-hmm. that Cloud Nine has and then he ignored it and clashed because otherwise uh yeah what they said and this whole reason for the fire and is kind of fucking stupid but yeah so i literally just like got off work i came home i was just like sitting and chilling on my computer just getting content ready for the main youtube channel i was setting up the topics and planning to do prep before shows like this because i usually like to prep and watch uh mostly the lec games because usually with me I like to watch the LEC games, you know, at my job when, you know, I have nothing else to really do on my break. So I'll just be like, okay, I'll just go and watch some of the LEC games that I missed when I was obviously working. And then before I I even got a chance to do that, what ended up happening was, you know, uh, I was watching one of the LCS games. I, I, I forgot which, I forgot like which actual game it was. Let me go back and see. I I was watching some game or something like that, you know, and I, I was obviously just like, glued to the screen i think i was watching 100 thieves versus FlyQuest or something like that right then two minutes before the official game cloud nine puts out they released ls two minutes before the actual game Cloud nine puts out a statement on their twitter that they're that they have released ls you know that they've released ls yeah oh, sorry. also I, I went back on the twitch chat to see if anybody like uh caught in twitch chat during the live theme said it like before they announced it on the panel Mm -hmm. Uh, i might have missed like maybe like two people in chat saying it but otherwise uh no no it was actually that recent where everybody in chat watching on twitch found out from the fucking panel announcing it yeah like it was one of the weirdest things so i was watching Sorry, guys, I had the match wrong. It was FlyQuest versus Dignitas. Cloud9 was the last game of the day, and I was like, okay, I'm at home. I just got off work. I was like, yes, I can watch the Cloud9 game. can watch them fucking let the smackdown on CLG, because obviously this was when CLG was, like, as shitty as TSM, and they still are just as shitty. CLG was 0-4. and four. And then two minutes before the actual official game starts, bam, Cloud9 puts out on their Twitter, you know, that they are releasing LS. They're looking like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what happened? You know, because I'm going to have to make sure I provide context to you guys in the matter of, you know, so Cloud9 in the 2021 offseason, they had started getting things done with LS, obviously. So they ended up, you know, trying to get him. And as you guys already know, LS is a decently polarizing figure. Uh, A lot of people already know how he is uh, with how he talks about the LCS, the LEC, uh, I don't think he watches the LPL that much from what he said recently, you know, or the LCK. So, like, we already know what we're getting with LS. Like, we already know. Then what Cloud9 ended up doing was that they actually bought in to getting LS, the players he wanted, the coaches, the coaches that he wanted. They pretty much got LS everything he wanted. And then when he came over, uh, when he did, because obviously they couldn't use him uh, for lock-in because – of the whole like visa issues that they were having. And a lot of people still don't understand why Lockin didn't have all the players. It's not because the teams didn't want them. It's just because of how fucking visas and issues were going on. So 
They couldn't use uh, Summit, Berserker, and Winsome and LS for lock-in because they were still in Korea because of visa issues. And then after that, you know, they finally get LS, Summit, Berserker, and Winsome. You know, they also bring over uh, LS's friend Malice. And then they start off the LCS 2022 Spring Split. And what ends up happening after that is they actually win good majority of their games. They start off, what, like 3-1? and one? They went 3-1. and one. You know, things didn't look that bad for them. They played a really close game up against TSN, uh, Team Liquid, and they pretty much smacked around, and they had a close game up against Evil Geniuses as well. And the other two games that they won, they looked pretty darn convincing. So you're thinking like, okay, they, they're having good, moderate success right now just within like two weeks. And what's really crazy is that a lot of people thought that LS was actually going to be, you know, um, some polarizing figure for the LCS. And, you know, when Cloud9 announced on their uh, League of Legends YouTube channel, you know, that they would actually be bringing over LS, it even made people who had, quote unquote, stopped watching the LCS come over and begin to watch the LCS again. And I know, like, Riot probably hates the fact that LS is gone because, like, I'll, I'll be honest here, there was an increase in viewership, you know, when LS actually came over because it actually made people, you know, who said they had stopped watching the LCS come back and watch. They wanted to watch the Cloud9 games. And, you know, Cloud9 were trying out all these different strategies. Uh, the only game where they, where they actually didn't really try out a different strategy was the um, the Team Liquid game. I mean, people have, I, I don't really think that Karthus ADC was something like super, super crazy, you know, but that's the thing with that overall is you know cloud nine were trying out different compositions and it was going pretty well for them to a certain extent you know there were some close games up against evil geniuses and team liquid but overall going pretty well for them and then when you have this situation with ls that comes out where they release him literally uh ls said he knew four hours in advance fudge had said in an interview that you know he kind of already thought it was going to happen so you know I guess it's only just one player on the Cloud9 roster that actually kind of knew it was going to happen. And then we all find out literally two minutes before the official game starts that Cloud9 has just released LS. And it didn't really help overall that, you know, they just got their ass handed to them by CLG. A team that was zero and four, you know. But one of the biggest issues is, you know, I never really thought ls would work out long term you know i really only thought he was going to work out just for the entire year you know i thought he was just going to work out for the entire year and that he would just be that i didn't think this, this was going to last long term anyway you're kind of already like starting to think to yourself okay when is this all gonna basically mm-hmm. implode anyway but i i at least thought no, I you get a year out of faith it. in this not imploding this time <laughs> you have too much dude you have way too much faith because no, of shit because I thought Cloud Nines, you know, the type of team like, uh, they won't like fuck over, you know, after doing ex- spending this much time with the experiment, after mm-hmm. putting this much effort into it and getting him mm-hmm. over, and you know, the type of organization and team Cloud Nine is like, even if it's not working out in the beginning, I feel like mm-hmm. they'll give it at the very least the first split or just the full year and then if it doesn't work out release them at the end of the year and you know mm-hmm. start again no wow four games okay well i mean technically he broke a record uh at longer than his other fucking run as coach 
<laughs> this was actually vlogged as fucking oh my god you know what's crazy is like i genuinely thought that it wasn't gonna work out past a year because he had already had big stipulations like winning at least spring or summer uh potentially going to msi and doing well at worlds you know if things didn't even minutely work out the way he wanted right then it would come to find out it would probably just blow up anyway you know but i didn't think it would blow up after two weeks two weeks essentially he had only really been in la for like how long like maybe like three weeks at total most you know so they go through all of this effort to just pretty much get ls they go through all of that getting the players he wanted signing the players he wanted buying out their contracts buying ls putting him under contract and then finally getting him over here only for just to just blow it up within two mm -hmm. weeks the, you have to really factor this in like this is a lot that people don't actually bring up to you in their other shows that i've watched ls was not a person that wanted to actually coach after how successful he had been on the lck broadcast after the success he had been having co-streaming just streaming in general korean solo queue like by money wise it didn't make financial sense to come over here and like actually yeah. coach also there, there are a few tweets i just wanted to share yeah some of them are some of them are joking but some of them are serious this is one of the serious ones do you think this is the, will be true do you think or do you 100 percent true or do you think if he gets an offer from a korean team like actually mm -hmm. like t1 or something he'll take it Okay, if it's in Korea, this might be true It in the future. I'm talking like maybe five more years from now, you know, he's cleared his head. Things will look a lot different, you know? Mm -hmm. But it would only happen in Korea. I'll stipulate it. It would only happen in Korea. It would have to oh, be yeah, under, it like... it has to only happen in Korea now. And, Nothing and he else. Would have to have, he, would, he would have to have, like, what Zack Snyder wanted from his DC movies. Full creative control of the roster. Everything. He'd have to have the same level of of creative control that fucking James Gunn got on Peacemaker season one, right? But that's just a hypothetical. I truly think he's done, honestly, because factor this in, guys, it didn't make financial sense to come over here with how lucrative his, his, his lifestyle is from how much money he makes streaming and doing content. Being a content creator makes him a lot of money. As he already said, it doesn't, doesn't make financial sense. It, it doesn't make sense financially why you would come over and obviously you know coach for a team just doesn't make sense now the reason why i think what he says right there is true is because he had everything he literally had everything cloud nine gave him everything he wanted mm -hmm. if it can't work with everything. that and remember this is millions of dollars they're investing into too like you gotta factor in uh berserker was on t1's academy team right that's that, that player is not cheap what oh, yeah, where was no Winsome, no. I forgot where he was at. I don't know if he, he was on a team no, in Korea. Winsome was probably cheap. Like, he was in the oh, second Oh, he was a solo queue. Yeah, he was in the... Okay, so yeah, Winsome, cheap. You know, Sand, Sandbox knew Summit was their best player. He didn't go for cheap. It, if you guys think otherwise, you're stupid. You think Sandbox sold their best player for, like, fucking... I don't know, 90k? You're crazy. Yeah, that's their best player right there. He didn't go for cheap. LS didn't come for cheap. You know? The other coaches that uh jack brought on for ls specifically didn't come cheap this is why people didn't, this is something you guys need to understand if you watch this on the replay you need to understand this jack just didn't let him go 
because of some mm-hmm. stupid reason. This literally cost him a lot of money. I'm just saying, like, I know everyone is like mad at Jack and mad at Cloud9 and all that thing, a lot of things like that. And that's fair. That's fair to do. That's fair to be mad. No one's saying not to be mad. What I'm saying is like, don't think this decision was made lightly. Who sits in who like sits down, thinks in their fucking brain, let's spend millions of dollars just to just blow it up in two weeks. It's like, no. Like, what the fuck? No one thinks that. Like, if you think that you're fucking stupid, you're actually legitimately fucking stupid. If you somehow think in your brain, he went and took this decision lightly to release LS. Now, here's what I'll say. I don't think it was performance in game as to the reason why they got rid of him. I think his philosophy on how to play the game clashed with the coaching style and infrastructure yeah, but then people are that, like why are you hire him in the first place you knew he had a unique style yeah because so that that's just what i think i think he his philosophy on how he wants to play the how, how he views the game clashed with cloud dine's traditional way of how they see the game in terms of how jack has like, the again i don't think do it like, again people who think like there wasn't a specific reason like a valid one to making this uh, action and when all the players are on board with it, like you're kind of stupid. But that being said, it's, this is still like, even if this is like, if they think it's uh, the best for the team Mm -hmm. for every other reason, it's just stupid in every way. Just how they couldn't just, just, I I don't want to get into it. Like, why would you hire him in the first place? You know how we did that video? No, I I agreed with you. It's like, how about we give this to like the end of spring? Okay, at least, and this is why I'd agree with Sean, because in that video, like Sean even asked me like, hey, what what about, what if they just continue with him to the end of spring? I was like, if you continue with him to the end of spring, at least you gave it three months. Oh, two two months, right? Because spring is like, what, two two, Mm -hmm. two and a half months, right? At least if you continue it through spring, it's at least two and a half months. See if you can win a trophy. At least you you, you yeah, really tried. Thing. I'm sorry, but the only way this ends up being like a positive look, like I I mean again, it definitely can't be any more really as much because yeah. I mean they're they're just doing PR shit and getting fucking ratioed to hell Pretty by hard. literally every person in the scene. Like <laughs> holy fuck, they're idiots. Why did they not think this through? And then they're making these tweets like fucking believe in Max Walters. Stop. Stop. Yeah. With the cringe, oh my god. But anyway, the only way that this move would actually make sense in that way mm-hmm. and like be a positive look is if it's eventually released that before LS agreed to join and they agreed to hire him, they mm-hmm. made a very like they on the dotted lines they you know yeah. made an agreement that like yes, he gets to try out his philosophy but he still like follows by certain things with their mm-hmm. you know way of playing the game in their org and then he and then he ended up not doing so and then the other mm-hmm. players didn't like it now if that, that was the case that and then that's the only way that this would look good after their second video uh set, trying to say what happened but didn't actually say anything really at all then i would okay. understand yeah but outside of that specific thing, no, which they have not said, uh, yeah, there. this is not a good look. I'm sorry. So, and then you had, like, those TSM fans. They were like, well, if this was TSM, they'd be getting ripped to shreds. Well, how about we just put this into perspective? The track record between Cloud9 and TSM having bad PR is 
Yes. Not the same. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Cloud Nine's like not uh, the same. Like, record of here, having bad PR or doing here. bad moves is like three. TSM's yeah, fact, is fact like fucking sin, five billion. Fact of the sin to all these fucking morons. Did Jack have an investigation about him about verbally abusing people? The like super simple shit. Did one of Jack's presidents of his company, the manager, leak that they basically uh what's that thing? In in esport, e a po yeah. Did one of Jack's fucking managers that takes care of holding the roster together and buying players basically admit on Discord they were poaching players? Come on, like if anyone thinks otherwise, you are just fucking stupid. And also, they are getting fucking flamed to hell. What are you talking about? They are <laughs> all right. And God, just like the TSM subreddit say... is insane. Oh my god, the ratio yes, between exactly. Cloud Nine doing this kind of shit to TSM is not the same. TSM, yeah, no, if I had to measure even, it, it's would not be like even to the my same fucking universe. Like, if I had to really measure it, TSM would be like up to the fucking my ceiling. Cloud Cloud Nine would be like toward my desk. It's it's literally not the mm -hmm. same. Oh no, that's seen generous. TSM would be in the sky, and then yours would be at your <laughs> Cloud Nine like, would be at your desk. And this is the thing: do, do people not understand this? Jack, I've actually met Jack before. I met him back in like 2019. I talked to him for a little bit. He's actually a pretty pretty awesome guy and i can tell through talking to him he makes harsh decisions like let's go through harsh decisions that cloud nine fans say they're going to leave the team let's start all the way back let's rewind the past come all the way back let's go back uh, so, can i just say how stupid that is first so like listen yeah you can beat listen this is so okay so you all probably have like sports teams in real life most likely, you do not really like your ownership probably that much or agree with everything mm -hmm. they do. So uh, you, so are you just going to, like, jump ship to another fucking team? No, that's stupid. Well, why can't you think of it the same as esports, right? If an ownership or org, you know, does something shitty, like, yeah, you can say, yeah, that was shitty, and I'm not happy mm -hmm. about it. But, I mean, I'm not going to stop cheering for fucking Cloud9 and their teams. Like, fuck off with that bullshit. Why can't they just think of it like sports? Or it's like... Oh, well, you know, they got rid of the whole reason why I became a TSM fan, you know, Beardson, so I'm no longer a fan. It's like, okay, bitch, were you expecting him to play till he was, like, fucking 80 years old? This, this was eventually going to yeah. happen. So what, you were, this, this was always a temporary <laughs> thing, you being a TSM fan for, like, fucking 10 years? Just shut up. <laughs> Fuck it. You're so fucking cringe. Professor Dark, um, they don't allow the audience. If they allow the audience, then I would go. The last time I went was in 2019 because we usually went twice a year they haven't allowed an audience since 2020 but when they do allow audiences again then i'll be going mm -hmm. at least twice anyway, a year let's our go ritual back to was... the history of yeah let's go back to our history of cloud nine so cloud nine fans had this history of saying oh i'm not supporting cloud anymore uh, yada yada okay let's go back let's go back remember when so in the 2015 lcs spring split remember how they lost to the tsm they lost three to one high got completely gaped open by Bjergsen's fucking Cho'Gath and shit. And then the next split, Jack gets Jensen. Oh no, High's gone. Not gonna be a Cloud9 fan. High's the reason why I'm a Cloud9 fan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, High, great leader, incarnation, fucking toxic motherfucker. <laughs> then what happens after that? People see how good Jensen is. They, they nothing. Words. Oh no, but out, the team also completely. collapses, but then, you know, but then they make <laughs> worlds, you know, that underdog runner, like, oh shit. <laughs> Yeah. Then after that, 
in what 2017 they well, it, this happens bring... a lot but yes 2017 yeah that too like they oh replace... sorry 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 no, my bad so 2015 they get jensen they replace high people are going oh my god you let high go oh no it's it's the whole sky's mm-hmm. falling down 2016 guess what happens so after so it was after the lcs 2016 spring split where they lost to tsm in the quarterfinals where they had highest support what happens after that they get rid of balls they get rid of elimination and high is officially gone from the roster okay oh no and they bring in impact they bring back medios and they have fucking smoothie and bunny fufu oh no it's bad the whole sky's falling yeah down. oh no fly Cl- quest is gonna dominate lcs <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> guess what that cloud nine roster ends up going to top eight of worlds. Also in twenty, also in you know in a yeah, twenty fifteen, they, they didn't they didn't make top eight. But you know what? The performance they put on with a team that was literally like eighth out of tenth in LCS. They were ninth place at one point. Who, they were ninth place. Yeah, ninth at one point. place, and who had literally high in the jungle. Jungle playing Shivana, yes. <laughs> and they had and they had that tough group. And they got three wins and went 3-0 at one point. They were one game away from actually going to quarterfinals. They were one game away. Yeah. And in that that tough of a group. And before that, they reverse sweep twice and then won 3-1 those three series (laughs) to make it to Worlds in the first place. All right. All that stuff is as impressive as making top eight, honestly. So, and then, yeah, 2016, they make top eight. And then 2017, oh, contracts. What the fuck? Yeah. So, Medios leaves. They're like, why didn't you keep Medios? Uh, they're like, oh my god, Medios left. Nope, can't. Stop. No, we're done. We're done. Break contracts comes in. You know, 2017 year. They what? What happened between? They were one game away from beating World Elite. They were one game away from winning the spring title because Jensen didn't hit Hourglass at the right moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 2018. Yeah. They, they might as well have made top four because you know they deserved it, but World Jensen, Elite, you know, uh, decided. Fucking- but you know, Jensen had you know he he, he real he reminded himself of what he did in the 2017 <laughs> finals, and it was like I'm gonna one up that against World Elite. Hell yeah! 2018, they drop Impact. They bring in Licorice, who was on E United. Yeah, oh like, my God! Why'd you get rid of Impact, bitch? You're like, what? You're right. Why'd you get rid of Impact? Oh no! I'm I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm jumping ship. <laughs> Yep, and you didn't either casters, the catacasters in the very first fucking game. They're like, yeah, Licorice is pretty bad. Uh, yep, he's basically just needs to try to hold on. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh god, this is he, doomed. He ends up, he ends up becoming the best top laner in the LCS for yes. like more than two years. Yes, uh, yes, and I'm not saying he should have won MVP. I still think Double Lift deserved it, but he was because it's most valuable. The second split. Not, Remember the second he, split where where, where yes, it, it was uh, yeah, I'm talking about Sunday? the second split yeah, in 2018. Split, yeah. In 2018, he was for sure MVP. No, no, I'm not saying he should have won MVP because it because it's it was like most top valuable. three candidates. He was and, like and double. Yeah, and Double Lift was most valuable to his team. It was like the whole carry of the team and the whole like focus. Well, like well with the Cloud Nine 2018, mm-hmm. it's just like it just the chemistry just it just clicked so, mm-hmm. so it wasn't just one player so i do agree double lift still winning it but if mm-hmm. we're just going off of the best players in the league licorice was the best player in the league in 2018 summer then for 2018 yeah. people, people said it was gonna fall apart after they let impact go what else happened mm-hmm. in 2018 they benched sneaky smoothie and jensen and they actually benched their whole team yeah, hashtag not my cloud nine they end up winning at when after Rift Rival, after um, I think it was Rift Rivals. After they they had lost to Echo Fox, when Alltech got that pentakill, 
Cloud9 actually ended up winning 10 out of 11 games in a row. The only game they had lost was to Optic Gaming randomly. They had, went on like a 10-game winning streak. They ended up making it to the finals. Yeah. From last place to the finals, they went to mm -hmm. Worlds. 2018 is the same year. They got out of what is, was called a group of death and then ended up going to top four at Worlds. Okay? 2019. Which was actually, and they could have made top two if you know it because after the series against Afrikas, then they literally <laughs> lost like every solo queue game, all of them, and played like shit for the whole week up till their game against <laughs> Fnatic. Like Fnatic <laughs> didn't even play well in quarterfinals or semifinals. It was just old <laughs> Cloud Nine now starting to suck. If if they were still on their game like in the Afrika series, then they could have made top two as well. 2019's like. You, you, they, they brought in Niski, and to be fair, Niski got them to a finals. Like people said, Niski was worse mm -hmm. than Jensen. I think Niski. Yeah, they could have got the two finals if they didn't fucking troll fucking Zed mid. <laughs> yeah, like Dude. they literally oh, just troll. That's why they didn't make two finals. People said Jensen was going to be a huge, huge downgrade. Sorry, sorry, you know, sorry. Jensen they didn't even Niski. play that well. They, they said Niski was going to be a huge, huge downgrade compared yeah, to Jensen. No. No, turns out he was pretty darn good. He was at least yeah, he's, he's just, at least he's just a top three player. in his role. He was at least top three in his role. Yeah, and that's he was good just enough. a different player. Yeah. Then in 2020, Niski brings Cloud9 the first title they have ever had in six years. Mind yeah. you, they hadn't won a title since the LCS 2014. Yes, yes, but split. remember, remember also it was when they got rid of Sneaky. No sneaky, yeah. no worlds. All that's, the cloud fucking uh, sneaky fanboys. Well, that was summer. Shit. So so during yeah yeah you're right so in 2020 you had the biggest off-season move climbing ever had was when they finally let go their long tenure player sneaky like, oh my god oh, yeah, uh right. not a clown fan anymore uh we're, we're done sneaky was the only reason why i kept watching cloud nine like sneaky was watched up you wanted him to play till he was 50 like fuck off so cloud nine had their most controversial moment 2020 letting go of sneaky the final kind of player from that kind of era of cloud nine you know what ended up happening yeah. after they let go of sneaky they went 17 and one they were the best yeah. team they by far. They also got far. rid of the MVP jungler, remember? Yeah, that same split. They also got rid of Sense Garen, who won MVP. Mm -hmm. So they got rid of an MVP, their long tenure player. They hadn't won a title in like six yes. years. And they, they won won almost, and, and they almost went undefeated in the regular season. If they hadn't trolled that draft against TSM in that one game, yes, they, they, they went literally, undefeated. Yeah, they trolled the draft against TSM and EG in that split in the playoffs. They would have been undefeated otherwise. All right. They would have won, won every single game because and they would have went to MSI. Mm -hmm. And, by and we, we don't talk. Standards. We don't talk. Yeah. We don't talk about summer because that doesn't count because TSM <laughs> raked the league. Oh that, lord! That, it should, what that should have been a conflict of interest. The double if move should have <laughs> won through, especially after that leak. So yeah, the fact. So now that that title they won in summer twenty twenty is invalid. What also yeah, ends no, up happening for for anyone to really truly understand this? They also got rid yeah. of Reaper. Reaper won a title oh, for them, yeah. and they finally got rid of Reaper, who had been with the roster since twenty sixteen summer. Right, so mm -hmm. Jack has a huge, substantial history of letting big things go that the Cloud Nine roster tends to do in favor of if he doesn't see the roster progressing in the way that he's thinking, he just either blows a big part up or retools it to his liking. Why would he get rid of Reaper after he had literally just won him a title? Because 
there's a certain period point in time where, you know, things just kind of run out. You know, th- th- this kind of thing just happens. You know, he had been with the Cloud9 roster for so long, eventually he was going to win them a title at some point. It just took him longer than, yeah, than, than and, it should have. Yeah, because and he, got well, it he didn't want to troll the fucking drafts. And yeah, like, fuck. He actually. No, no, okay. He won the 2017 Spring Final. That was Jensen. He didn't do anything. That was not his fault. That, oh, that okay, was completely that, that, on Sure, but all the others. Like, it, it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like he imagines he's like in a film where it, it's like. Okay, game five, or it's like game one. Okay, of the finals. Let, <laughs> let's pull out all these unique fucking picks. Twitch ABC. Let's fucking go. It's like, no, then you just get dick stomped. All right, and, and then, that was literally the reason why they lost in 2018 and 2019 summer. What against happens Team in 2021? Liquid. Well, what was in 2021? They bring over Perks, a player who'd only ever had success on G2. They bring over uh, Mithy. They bring over, and they, they promote Fudge on their academy team, who people said isn't really that good, you know? They end up winning spring. Just saying. Yeah, then that I, same year, yeah. they're in a group with Damwon and FPX. Yes, I know, guys. FPX played bad. Whatever. Who cares? They still made it out of the group. They yep. were still predicted not to make it out. Of, if you had looked at how bad Cloud9 played in the summer split, they shouldn't have gotten out. They made top eight at Worlds. Yeah, and they could have made top four if, like, top because yeah, it could have made top four because they were actually kind of playing better in like the first and second game. But they grieved so hard. They they (laughs) grieved hard and they grieved their draft hard. Perks did with his fucking Yasuo pick. That's what that's that's the thing is like I I know everyone's like super super mad at Jack. Like guys, as I've just explained it to you, and if you didn't. Like, hear all of this because you just started watching. That's fine. When, you, when, yeah. when the replay comes on, just replay it. Clowner has had a history of doing something pretty drastic and jarring to the public, and then it works out for them. I'm not saying it's going to happen every single time. I'm not saying it happens every single time. What I'm saying is, by how much their track record proves it, they know what they're doing. I'm not, I, I don't agree with getting rid of LS after two weeks. I, I don't. And I don't agree. And sorry, and I do agree with people when they say that, that they shouldn't have gotten him if they already know who he was. Yes, I agree with that. I I do agree with that, you know? But the thing here is things that somehow pan out on paper don't actually always work in real life, you know? Because remember, yeah. Jack's the owner. Ellis is just the coach. Jack is – he gets to – that's the thing, people. No one's saying this stuff is right, but it, if you're the boss, you make those decisions. Jack, yeah, like, like, Jack's the one like, paying these guys. Like, yeah. the people in the community don't understand this, so you're not paying these people. You're – you're not paying these guys salaries, how they eat, apartments, whatever that happens. Because LA is pretty mm-hmm. fucking expensive. Let me tell you that right now. Yeah, I've I'm been saying, out there before. I'm saying the record might not be as good as it looks because let's go over things. There might have been more issues in the 3 1 sets. Like people keep saying, lol, 3 1, 3 1. It's like, wait, think about it. <clears throat> okay, so the Golden Guardians game. Okay. Close. Uh, it was, was close. Cl- like, yeah. If, imagine if plays such as Blabber 3v1 didn't work out imagine what would have happened yeah. no no i, and then, I agree and then yeah. eg was so fucking close it could have gone either way berserker playing just out of his mind was what mm-hmm. sealed the deal and honest and remember eg is two and four right now so they might not be as good as you think so it might not have been that top contender the right? cloud nine tl game was yeah close. TL game 
yeah, close, but you know, and, the, and they lost, and then Immortals like they the just fucking stopped. worst yeah, like, team. They, they, they just like, stopped the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, it, it, they're one of the worst teams, so th- no count the dumps. And, so, and yeah. this is the thing: I agree with Sean. Like uh, that three-one record, people act like that three-one web that three-one record was like they were just playing perfectly. No, those were some really close games. Those weren't like fucking stomps, except um, Immortals. They legitimately stomped Immortals. Outside of the other games. That wasn't as perfect from them. Like, let's be honest here. Come on. Like, people got to stop making all these shitty narratives in their head. That 3-1 record was not as clean as a lot of people like to make it out to be. Just saying, you know? But it was awesome seeing them draft different shit. And I know a lot of people say, oh, my God, LS made the draft, like, super, super creative. It's like, that's not going to last forever. Patches, all this stuff changes. That was going to change anyway. That's going to change, people. Do you not understand how a league works? Patches like this happen. People play Smite John atop, fucking Sorok in mid. Riot goes, well, that stuff's too powerful. Nerf it. And then you play standard shit again. They were going to play standard comps anyway. You think every single week during the spring split, they were actually mm-hmm. going to draft a different champion? You are out of your mind. Uh, yeah. Holy shit. Some people are I, I, hope, uh, Fudge, I hope Fudge plays a Kali soon because he's He shouldn't be playing any mid laners outside of like Corky. He is not good. What? He <laughs> is mid. sick on a Kali. What are you talking about? He's. B- I, I hope because he because that, that, that really performance wasn't convincing me. I'm just saying. Oh, well, yeah, because he sucks ass in lane. But I feel like a Kali, he can like sustain mm. enough in lane, I believe, without one. So that that's just my thoughts on. The Cloud9 LS situation, guys, is that we don't know what happened, but just like fans just automatically assumed LS was right, Cloud9's wrong. That's it. No discussion. It's like there are things that the fans said that I agreed with, and there are things that, you know, I do agree with on the other side. I do agree with things on both parties, you know? Yes, I agree that Cloud9 should not have gotten him if they know how he is, but, you know, sometimes you take a risk on people. That's just life, guys. Sometimes you just take a risk, you know? Maybe they genuinely thought it'd be different, you know? Because you don't want to go back and look at, oh, what could have been, you know, if you didn't take the risk, right? That's the thing, you know? You don't want to have regrets like that. Oh, like, maybe if I I should have taken this guy, but I didn't, and I still ended up failing. They, they got LS, it didn't work out, and this move just cost them a lot of money, you know? It's not like Jack's sitting there going like, yeah, I just want to throw away millions of dollars. Fuck me. You know, I just want to throw away loads of money. Yeah, okay, like, so I showed this I showed this to MSK on another stream on his main channel. I just had to show it here because oh I was Lord. laughing my ass off when I saw it. C9's coaching strategy was actually taking turns inside Jack's wife because LS is gay. They couldn't see eye to eye. <sighs> you people, that, that guy's going to hell. Just saying that. that. That guy's going to end up uh, in the deepest parts of hell. Just yeah, saying and that. And then there's uh, one more tweet I wanted to share today. This is not League of Legends related, but I wanted to show it because it was pretty funny, I thought, in my opinion. Uh, so, say. that those are just, like, so. I mean, there's many more things. Because, like, people need, need to un- un- understand this as well. Just because everything looks good on the outside doesn't mean everything mm-hmm. looks good on the inside either. Like, I don't know where people yes. get that. It was like, yeah, you oh, don't know the- what's going on in the inside. Fuck off. Yeah, like people go like, well, uh, uh, from their content, they look really happy. They're, of course they're going to look happy from their content. Are you stupid? Are you yes. brain dead? Of course they're not going to be arguing, like yelling at each other on fucking YouTube videos that get like 200,000 yeah, I, I, views. I mean, I, I mean, listen, they're probably used to seeing that on TSM's channel, but listen, not here. <laughs> like, we can't do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
done. He's no. back. Oh my lord! The, the actual one is back at forty-one years old. He's playing again. Sean's an imp Sean's basically if you guys want if you guys know what the, uh, Marvel <laughs> After is. After being retired for seven years, he's Sean's back. a scroll. Sean's a legitimate scroll. If you guys know what fucking Marvel comics are, Sean's a scroll. This man's <laughs> not who he appears to be. Who the fuck am I talking to now? You talk talking to fucking Reginald or some shit? Oh, Holy well. motherfuck! But yeah, guys, we'll talk about TSM in just a moment. But yeah, those are my last closing thoughts on LS here. Yeah. Um, I'll show you guys the Cloud Nine if you guys haven't seen it yet because. Maybe you have like yeah, kids. It, and... It's stupid and doesn't explain anything. Uh, like, again, if the actual reason was that he, LS, promised that he would follow certain things when signing the deal and he didn't, and then all the players also didn't like it. So then he, he was out fired because of that. Then uh, that that would be the one case out, out, out of mm -hmm. any that I would say, okay, sure. Any others, though, this is not a good look. And also just. They're not fucking actually saying a reason here. Not giving us any reasons. Dude, why. dude, you know what Jack did? Jack was like, "Blabber, I'll give you forty bucks if you just say some bullshit." He he slipped it to one of the tape under his feet. They slipped that. Blabber, here's forty bucks. Say say some nice shit about LS. He's like, "Summit, okay. we know you can't speak speak the English language. Just say something in fucking Korean." And Max Waldo yeah. just sit there. That's what they did. That's what blabber. they did. Holy shit! Blabber, blabber. Blink twice Blink if you're twice. being held This hostage. man has a fucking sniper rifle. Literally yeah. next to it. Like, you can't see him. Fucking someone's yeah, yeah, no, I think, I think we might see him from, like, the light reflection there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. This is the oh, thing. Shit. Um, So, just in case you guys haven't watched this video, because maybe you're, like, dealing with kids and you got family going on, Cloud9 did put out a video talking about it while also not talking about it. Back at yep. GN with Cloud9, I brought some of the team members with me to, to discuss the recent LS situation, why he was released, and where we're going in the future. Obviously, you guys uh, showed a lot of concern about it, and we are also very disappointed with the decision um, that we had to make. Unfortunately, the reason why we got to the point we were with LS was that Cloud9 for years has developed systems on how we like to coach and operate our team. and. Despite our best efforts working with LS to try to come to uh, terms and see eye to eye on how that should work, we're unable to make that actually happen. I think it's important to note that all players, coaches, and management were aware of these issues and frustrations and our um, mutual efforts to try to resolve them over the last several weeks. Uh, unfortunately, as time went on, it was really clear that we we're unable to find a resolution and come together on figuring out this problem. And we decided that it was important that we make a change and release LS at that point so we could move forward and focus on the future. Coaching and management. So I don't know what it was that happened. All he's saying basically from the little that he's saying, you know, is it was coaching and management. So maybe it was yeah, the way he's talked to the players. Different things. Yeah, it, it can mean like maybe like they, they tried maybe doing like, something like in, that they do in Korea, and the NA players didn't like it, weren't comfortable maybe with he, it, or like maybe he asked, "Hey, you guys want to play a few more champions? Do it this way right now." Or maybe he, because you know how the hell they have like reviews and shit. Like maybe when they were reviewing a game, he he was talking in a way that a lot of players. I'm like, this can mean like one of ten billion things. We know that the timing of the decision uh, wasn't ideal. We would have loved to have had more time to create a larger PR statement before the game on Saturday. Unfortunately, we just did not have that time available to us. And we saw that it was best for our team and for our players to make You're that not decision anything. now uh, versus let the frustration increase. We want to recognize You're letting it increase. for helping us create the roster uh, and the staff that we have today. 
Um, and oh, yeah, we, also we know that. Recognize L- S- the... LJ, we know that. Oh, if you're new here, thank you, man. Hi, nice to meet you. Yeah, so yeah according... we read the yeah. Discord. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Message yeah, on Discord. Uh, yeah, like again, like w- there are many reasons that I there can be like, one of come many reasons. Like it that, could that be I can come maybe... up with like this yeah. with this response here, but he's still not saying exactly the reasons. Still, I, I mean, to 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 be fair, like I'll, I'll say this too. Like we're not actually owed a reason because like we're not paying these guys, so we're, we're not actually owed shit. Like yeah, but, yeah, but OS fans are shit. entitled. Yeah, and that's the thing. That was what I was also worried about too. Was like you know Cloud Nine taking on the cringe LS fan base. There's this one guy with the Leandri's fucking thumbnail picture, just commenting on every thread of LS, just basically sucking this dude off like to no appeal. And he's like, you know what? I don't even really care about LCS. Then why are you commenting on everyone's fucking threads? You fucking weirdo! Like complete fucking weirdos. I'll never fucking have a girl sleep with them ever. And yeah, Malice said that there were many reasons why LS was released. True, I could believe that. That that I believe. Yeah. That I believe. Many reasons I believe that. They're that cringe. is true. And the thing is, it, it could be maybe um he got into an argument with with Jack, or maybe he didn't see eye to eye with the management. And but this thing is, we don't know how much creative control he got over the LCS roster either. But that's the thing. A lot of fans think they're owed. Oh, do, do people want want an actual detailed explanation of like every single argument they've ever had? You can't get that. It's not going to happen. They're not going to say that. That's not that 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 doesn't help both parties out though. You know what I'm trying to say? Like you can't be detailing all that shit, especially the public, because we know how the league fans react when something doesn't really get said in a certain way. Because there's a bunch of fucking pussy-footed motherfuckers out there, you know. He says, "Yeah, my guess is that if you spend millions of dollars to design this team around LS and it didn't work out, something bad must have happened." Yeah, because like Jack spent a lot of money, Berserker, a lot of money. Fucking the coaches didn't come cheap because they're moving across the world. LS doesn't come cheap moving halfway across the world, taking a, a substantial financial pay cut. You know, I dude, same here. I genuinely thought it was going to at least to the spring splits over. If they went, to, if they released him after the spring split, it didn't work out. I'd be like, okay, it, you give it like a, almost three months. That's a good amount of time to kind of figure out maybe if this is really what you want. And I un, un, understand that actually incredible intelligence and strategic mind that he brought to cloud nine now speaking on the future um i would like to let everybody know that we're absolutely confident in max waldo he's been with cloud nine for over a year now he has flourished in a cloud nine coaching system and understands the needs of our players and our coaching staff max waldo has the 100 percent confidence of our players and our coaching staff and me personally so moving forward our goals and directions with the team haven't changed our intention is still to improve at a rate where we're good enough come worlds to be an international threat. Our players are still confident, motivated, and optimistic to keep playing and improving to get to that goal. 제가 이 변화에 대해서 두렵지 않고 되게 잘할 수 있으니까 많은 기대해 주셨으면 좋겠습니다. 선수들도 되게 자신 있어 하는 것 같아요. Yeah, so I've been with C9 for over four years now, um, and I've gone through a lot of change with the team, and I've always trusted myself, Jack. Um, and my teammates to make the right decision moving forward. And I really appreciated my time with LS and I'm starting to see him go, but I really believe in Max um, to move forward as the new head coach. And I think he's going to do a really great job. Um, I believe in my teammates, myself, and I know we're going to do great going into the future, um, regardless of what happens, we're happy. Thanks for listening and continue to support our players in the future. It's just one of these things where like 
they never really thought this would have happened though, because it, it, it's that whole situation of, you know, how like a, a, an org will fucking tell your ass, you know, that this player that's not even good is good just to like fucking save face and then sell X shitty player to X fucking org that'll fucking buy this X shitty player, right? If they ever say in a PR statement, oh yeah, we kind of always intended for Max Waldo to be head coach. It's like, no, you didn't because he would have been the head coach, you know? I don't know if they truly believe in Max the way they say it on video because Max hasn't proven himself yet, obviously. I mean, I, I don't doubt that they do believe in him, but I don't think they believe in him the same way they believed in what LS initially had to offer because if that's the case, then they would have simply just, you know, fucking uh, had Max Waldo as the head coach first. You know, that's just my personal thing. What's up, Westcott? How you doing, man? They didn't make it sound super bad, but it better be. In real sports, you would never imagine a coach being fired after going 3-1. and one. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's true. It might not have been super bad, but it could have led to a potentially being disastrous. And rather than ruining relationships with the team, Jack called to release LS. I will say, though, that LS believes Max has the potential to be the best coach in the West. Yeah, I I believe that. I believe that LS believes that uh, Max can be a good coach. But if anyone from Cloud9 ever says, like, yeah, I mean, Max is we, – we believe in Max. Why wasn't he just the head coach then? You know, they obviously from the from the preseason, from the offseason alone, they didn't really think he was head coach material other than they would have just got him to be head coach. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, it's probably some soft bitch ass shit like ruining relationships. Just try to imagine uh, that shit being an excuse people would buy. Y yeah, like this is the thing. This is going to ruin relationships anyway. You know? Them releasing LS the way they did is going to ruin relationships anyway. That's just par for the course any situation like this always ruins something yes like years later on down the route like two years from now maybe even a year from now things kind of get you know settled down and molded through and you know just come they come off a little bit more you know people tend to like be more forgiving as things go on or they you don't forget how would i say it though um you don't you forgive but you don't forget kind of thing you know with time, these things kind of heal, but just like the fans being like really shitty to Jack after this happened, and right, rightfully so, you know, it, uh, God, it, people need, need to un understand this. Jack already put out there a while ago that his dad is not in the best health, and his dad is pretty old. So, you know, when people are saying shit like "go fuck off, kill yourself," gotta not be saying that shit. That is really toxic. Like just to see all those toxic fans just acting super shitty, it's like. Tell him to kill himself over a coach decision? That's fucking crazy. That's not right. That is legitimately not right. You can be mad about the coaching decision, but tell him a person to kill themselves or releasing an LCS coach and we're only three weeks into the split. It's like, come on. That's that's just stupid. Come on. That's actually dumb. Oh, oh, no problem. No, no problem, man. Dude, I saw that news and I was like, I got to make a video right now. It has to be done right now. Not tomorrow. Not in two hours. Have to be done right then and there. Because you know, because you, you know, what Scott, you've been here for a while. I only make this kind of content and news videos. That's a news video, and that have to be done right then and there. I didn't mean room relationships between LS and a team, but more on the line that the players turn on each other. Coaching staff can't get a uh, fraction. True, true. And that's the thing. 
we don't we won't that's the thing we don't know what happened we don't know if it was co it was a player who got mad at ls and it was a player because the thing well which player would actually have an issue with him because when some berserker and summit don't because they came over because of him so none, none none of the korean players did fudge wouldn't have any issues with ls he's friends with ls they've been friends for a while they said so only person that i can't think of the, that he would that he would be friends with blabber but blabber is a player that we've known has not really had any issues you know he seemed to take it on the chin last year when him and perks didn't really get along all too much and their play styles were directly conflicting you know so i don't think it was blabber honestly like like you know I, I, it wasn't a player at all i think it this time it wasn't a player at all. I think it was just coaching and management. Now, Max Waldo, Vagar V2, are also in coaching and management. Maybe he didn't get along with Max. Maybe the thing with Max Waldo and LS isn't as perfect to the public as a lot of people like to make it out to be. Because you would never know that if they had issues with each other, you know? And Max doesn't really... It's a guy that, to me, that doesn't really say a lot, you know? Yeah, people are just, like, fucking nuts, you know? Like, holy shit. Like, it, I just don't get it, you know? Like, telling a person to fucking kill themselves. Like, here's the thing. I'm only ever, like, that crazy when someone does something really, really bad to me. Like, like dude, you have to really, really make me mad until you go fucking kill yourself. You have to make me mad as fuck to do that shit, you know? But just, like, it's over some little petty shit. Like, he releases LS and people tell him to kill himself. Like, that's just wrong. Like, it's just fucking crazy. That's just disgusting, you know? Like, I just don't get it. I obviously just don't get it. Like, people are, are just crazy, you know? I, I just don't understand what, what what what's really going on to make people react this way as if like they're just entitled, you know? Yes, they should have made a better explanation on as to why they released him. But given the circumstances, people have to truly understand there could be NDAs, there could be like just it's really sensitive at the moment. Like, and people, you're not gonna get a fucking drama by drama beat of what happened. They would never say that. Unless LS does, or he, because you, you have to kind of pay out this guy, or le legally, I guess in like California law, you can't really fire someone without probable cause, right? So there's just all of this situation that ended up happening, and people just wanted like immediate answers when they probably can't give them to you immediately, and then they make it a, they make a video that's not really really that good, and it just minutely says small things, you know. Yeah, I think if C9 goes 3-0 this weekend, then most people who are hating on C9 right now and Jack will quiet down. I hope they go 3-0 this weekend. I, I truly hope, man. It doesn't matter if the team implodes like that. How the hell will you implode when you are winning? This is this sport is so soft compared to real sports. Look at that's that's what I also said too, man. Is like you're winning and you're imploding. That doesn't make any sense though. Or or you know, because I've always found that weird too, though. If you're winning and you're imploding. That's crazy to think about. You know, that's really honestly crazy to think about. You're winning, but you're the one actually imploding when a smaller team, you know, could easily be just as bad as you and you would think is imploding though, right? But at least if they truly think that them releasing LS is the best way to make the situation more better within Cloud9, I mean, who who are we to say? Like, we're not... I'm not paying these guys, you know? So as a fan, I could go like, yeah, why are you releasing them? I'm not paying them, you know? Yes, there's there's good reasons on both sides if you choose to swing for an, a certain side. I don't know who, what you guys swing for. More power to you, honestly. I don't know. But the thing I'll say to, before we go to like TSM, 
is, you know, we'll see what happens. If Cloud9 end up either making uh, semis or they end up making the finals for the LCS 2022 uh, spring split, you know, then that could be something. If, if they at least make semis and or at least make the finals, that could be something, right? Because that way they could prove that they don't need LS. And the thing with the Cloud9 roster, no one really understands, is they still have all their players, though. Yeah, let's kick the other account out. They they still have all their players, though. It's not like they uh, lost all their players. They still have Berserk. Summit, literally, mm-hmm. by how Summit was playing this week, he could be, like, the best top laner in the LCS if, if yeah. he truly played like that every oh, sorry. week. Sorry, Reginald must have, like, hacked my internet or something. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, I was just trying to say, yeah, uh, fucking toxic as hell fans, like, shut up. And also, um, like, while, while, while you might have liked his drafts and stuff, like, his ideas. It's like, he was going to change that NA. That, no, remember, that doesn't remember? make a good coach. You know, there there's many other things that comes to being a coach besides drafts, yeah. right? You know what's crazy is that, dude, people like, he was going to change NA and you were going to make a deep run at Worlds. None of that. How, this is the thing. Because people said he was going to change NA and he was going to make, and Cloud9's roster this year was going to make a deep run at Worlds. First of all, you specifically don't know that. That is 100% fact. You specifically do not know if they even would have won a title, went to MSI, went to Worlds, let alone make a deep run at Worlds. You know, you know, you, you could infer, people could infer that from, four games how 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 could someone possibly infer that cloud nine would have made a deep run at worlds when they won four games out of a spring split yeah i I know because no i know why because uh they broke into uh riot's facility and stole the scripts (laughs) (laughs) yeah and you see jack thought it was a little unrealistic for us to win uh worlds and our first year with LS and then LS was like acting cocky after reading the script. So then Jack was like, yeah, now I'm firing him. So, so that's what happened guys. Sorry. Got yeah. No like worlds for cloud nine. And dude, people said, Oh my God, it's cause LS shit talked fucking Kido guys. Double if literally said, I can't wait till we crush these smug agents. If they really want, they really care about trash like that. They would have canceled double lift years ago. Right. It's owned by 10 cent. You know, I'm just saying like it, like people saying, oh, like all these conspiracy theories, it most likely be here's the reason. I'm just gonna call it right now. He argued with the coaching staff and how they want to play the game on, on how Cloud9 sees the game and how they have certain infrastructure. That's pretty much what it boiled down to, most likely. You know, it's all these other some things are literally not as in-depth as a lot of people I'd like to always point up point out, you know. And that's the thing, Cloud9 has a pretty consistent track record of getting out of groups anyway. People said, no Sneaky, no Worlds. They made Worlds without Sneaky. You won't get out of group stage without Sneaky. They did that without Sneaky. I'm, I'm just saying, like, people say certain shit, it gets proven wrong. It, it gets proven that Cloud9s end up coming out ahead. In the t- ahead. Uh, another excuse pops up. Oh, another excuse and another excuse. Guys, I've been a Cloud9 fan since 2014. I'm not leaving. I already ordered my Cloud9 2022 jersey. It's coming in. I'm going to order the jacket uh, next I'll week. I'll order one if... Uh... If, if if I'm like uh, not selling crap, no, this is what I'll do because I already like bought jerseys and most of the players. Uh, I'm not interested in buying a winsome jersey or a summit jersey, and I already bought a blabber and fudge jersey. Right, if it's secured, so if if it's confirmed at the end of this year that Berserker mm-hmm. is at least on Cloud Nine for another year, then I'll buy the 2022 jersey viz. 
Yeah, the team is still stacked. They still have a majority of the coaching staff, and they have been really consistent. People also forget that C9 has a pretty good track record of, yeah, like they've been by far the most successful international team from the LCS. People, people, people can say all the bullshit they want to say about easy groups and all sort of nonsensical bullshit they just fucking make up just because the facts are the facts. They are the most successful LCS org in in the NA. That's just what it is. That is yeah. literally factual. You can yes. say easy yeah, we groups, don't we don't care about the matches. Fucking, yeah, and we don't care about the region the shitty regional titles. Shut up. All right. And, and furthermore, even if you wanted to count them, what? So there's like one garbage, toxic, washed up org that's won like two more. And I'm saying two because I'm not counting the one in summer 2020, obviously. Uh, it's that one, two more, and then uh, and then after that, they're tied for a second. So, two, oh no, two worthless dog shit LCS titles less in compared to, like, making it out of fucking groups, like, t- ten times. Oh no, I wonder which one's more successful. Yeah, like, I wonder what's better for your organization, making out of Worlds the biggest prestige tournament mm-hmm. in the whole world, or winning LCS trophies yeah, and that you make, like, as much money making it out of groups. You know what's crazy? People say LCS trophies are worthless, yet they bitch and moan about you not your team not winning trophies. It's like, p- make up your yeah. mind. Make yeah, up no, your mind. With Cloud9, get it. the case with me, just because they, they won second so many times and had that drought that I was so fucking annoyed, I just wanted to win that one out. And it sucks that they couldn't do it with the fucking fans in attendance and because of COVID that one year. But after they did in 2020, uh, and after they finally went to MSI for the first time as well, after that, uh, yeah, I, I didn't care. Like, I did not care when they, as much at all, really, when they They've won. essentially did everything. Yeah, they, when they won in 2021 spring, I did not really care at all. Because, again, but, it's, regional titles it, don't really matter. This is the thing. They've they've made MSI for the first time uh, last yep. year. They technically made two MSIs, technically, but you can't get yeah, the one. Yeah, they won MSI in 2020. <laughs> they had, they've, they made top four at Worlds. They made it out of groups consistently. They've also f- won regional trophies. They've won back-to-back spring splits from 2020 from 2021 just saying like a lot of people say oh oh my goodness uh what uh, lcs trophies mean nothing then why do you care then if a team wins it then i mean yeah it, it is cool if your team wins i'm not gonna say senior say it's not cool like it's not amazing it's not a, it, it, one of the best feelings ever is when your team wins i'm not saying it's not but by the, by the way people talk about lcs trophies they don't really mean anything in the grand scheme of things they're good for like morale and for what the org had, had been working for throughout the whole year um but yeah, nothing else I need to say more about uh, Cloud9. Talk about TSM today. Uh, TSM is just fucking terrible. I'm sorry, guys. They they they, they are really really fucking bad. Like, and your your played so good, man. Wow. So, uh, basically, what ended up happening was Shenny wasn't getting along with Speaker. No, sorry, no, sorry. Shenny wasn't getting along with Tactical. There was that leaked conversation that they ended up putting out on Reddit where basically Shenny was flaming speak about him not being knowledgeable about when to hit a level two power spike or just griefing in lane. But let's be honest here, guys, they were fucking terrible. If immortals had it through their game, they end up losing you know, to immortals. They'd be zero five. Yeah. Then after that's that, it's cloud nine really beat them. Good. Then after that, what ended up happening? Cloud ended up defeating them. TSM right now should be zero and six. They should be like last place in the league if Immortals actually had a brain and could end a game. 
That's yeah. that's look that's yeah. that's legitimately like, gonna happen. Listen, that your, was your gonna Sam happen. was literally worse than Shenny in every single way besides as many deaths. But the only reason why with the deaths is because it's like the team told him to just stay back and fuck off. Don't go for like any aggressive plays. Don't try to do anything that will make you win the fucking game. You know, but at, like they didn't want Shenny doing because the rest of his team couldn't follow up with his good engages. I, or or wanted his good shot calling, I suppose. Uh, all right, so that's why. Otherwise, he would have inted his ass off as well, as you can see in Academy and his solo queue games. But yeah, yeah uh, but yeah, other than that, yeah, he was worse than, than Shenny in every fucking way possible. Holy shit. Like, I went back and watched some of those TSM games with Shenny. He actually made really good engages. Yeah, his games were yeah. good, though. He just didn't follow up because they didn't... Like his shot calling for some reason, even though his shot calling's good. They said his shot was, calling was shit. It was, I was like praised. What? It was praised in China. He beat like two top orgs <laughs> when he was subbed in. Like FPX, I believe, and like top esports, I believe. Like, I just don't get it, you know? And this is the thing, is this TSM roster just feels like some taped up... You know, yeah, when you have a wall, a hole in your wall, and you put fucking tape over it, just so it doesn't fucking fall apart or fucking shit isn't came out of the wall. That's kind of what this TSM roster will be. And, w- and what's the biggest issue about this is, you know, before Parth ended up leaving, he said this TSM roster wasn't going to be fully development, but just a few aspects of developing certain players. The same situation with TSM, oh, sorry, the same situation with Cloud9 is the same situation that happened with TSM. They brought over a player, two players, from the LDL, and then ended up benching one of them. What a waste of time. They should have just promoted... If, if, oh my lord, because they want to shot calling. All this shot calling yes, support. I'm sorry, it's stupid. Literally every reason why they gave for Shenny being in Academy now, being benched, for to, to like, uh, how would say, get used to like the NA play style or whatever, or like, you know, you know, game, game better, like, whatever and chemistry and, and experience that that's that's better if you just leave him in fucking lcs the whole year what are you what are you doing because they they, they assume that oh well tactical isn't getting along with shiny so we just have to probably prioritize tactical yeah, i mean yeah we have to prioritize over like the fucking eighth adc in the league nice and tactical's play style they they are by their play style i mean speaker he had a pretty good past couple of games. I'll say the speaker was running it down for like the first week. Speaker has had a pretty good last past yeah, few well, weeks. Speaker so usually has bad. a slow start each season. Yeah, after that first week, he's looked completely fine. He's not really their issue. It's the fact that they're only just playing through tactical. They're basically playing like, like how TL played back when they had double, which is funnel all the resources into him. Cooney cannot play Karma and Lulu top. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's terrible yeah. at them. Like yeah, what the like fuck? I, I, I'm not saying like here's the thing. I, I'm not like e- even though he's definitely not been good in the slightest. Uh, I can't say at all. Yeah, and I would still say he's like bad. I still don't understand why Warren was like defending him so much last year and this year. But um, uh, either way, it, this isn't his fault, and I wouldn't say bad. It's just like bad, bad picks for him. Like he doesn't know how to like use some and then like make it so Summit doesn't get a whole fucking turret in like eight minutes. Like, holy fuck. Like, I just don't understand what's really going on with what TSM does. And we know Reginald can't interact 
uh, with the team because of the investigation. The people that built the roster aren't even there. Maybe Lena, Parth. We know Parth mm-hmm. had a huge aspect of building a roster. He's not even there. Yeah. What oh, the oh, hell? SLJ, um, sorry, SLJ, uh, that might be true, but I mean, yeah, you, you know, there, there's way to ways to fix that, you know, maybe just like have a talk with him if that's the case. Like, you didn't need to send him down the fucking academy for a worse support a completely in worse every player. way. He's fucking terrible. Yes, he, he's a worse support in every way, and he's literally the exact same player as Shiny. Like, what's oh, the point of this? SLJ says, I will say, though, after hearing Shinny play with Double If, Double If brought up a good point in how Shinny does clog up the comms with his shot calling, even though he is really good at it. I mean, but that's why they yeah, got him, though. There's other ways to fix it, though. Just talk with him. What the fuck? Unless he's really that toxic and hating on tactical that much and, like, that loud with his shot calling. But the thing here is, that's why they got him. Did they not get him to be a shot caller? So, they... This is how stupid these people are. They bought a player to do what they want, but it, but when he does that, it's too much. Yeah, what type uh, of sense we, did that we make? I wonder why uh, Sword Art failed. Wow. I wonder why. What, type, what actual type of sense did that make to these people? That's just what I just told you guys. They bought a player who they want to be a shot caller because that's what they got. Yellow Star, Mithy, fucking, um, uh, well, Lust Boy really, really wasn't a shot caller, but he kind of was for them. So said, Lust Boy, Yellow Star, Mithy, Sword Art, Smoothie. Six times the charm? Like what the fuck? No, I I, I swear to God, it. I, don't tell I me don't get last, it. No, t- tell me the last time. A my support, brain can't. <laughs> from my memory, I think literally every fucking support that has ever played for TSM, they like they re- replace like after a year, and they like almost fucking ruin because they get them for one thing and then do the other. Like they did that with Yellow Star, didn't they? They did, mm-hmm. they do that they did that with Biofrost. They did that with Smoothie. Well, they did that with dude. They, well, there's there's a reason why I didn't say Biofrost. He was like the one TS support that wasn't really a shot caller. That's like the yeah, only yeah, one. Yeah, but ever had. yeah, but still, they go on for a certain thing, and then they they regressed him so badly that then he, you know, sent him to CLG, and then he finally like you know became like a leader and like rebounded, and then went back to TSM, and then regressed him again all the way to fucking Academy, and now back on Dig, and he. <sighs> He's uh, hasn't been great on Dig, but he looks looks solid on Dig for what he needs to do. They've had treats. Yeah, treats too. Uh, Again, Miffy, Sword Art. Like, like they're the everyone. And then, like, after they literally replace them after a year. Like, they talk about the jungle, like, and the the town suppressing machine with junglers. Like, it's the same with supports. Holy fuck. Like, think about it. Like, I just, I, I just don't get it. Why would you hire a, a player to be your shot caller and then it's too much? And But the players already know this. You tell your players, hey, this guy's going to be, be the shot caller. He's going to be dictating the early game. So the players already know what they're getting into. But then this thing people don't understand is like all these things are on paper. You tell the players, right? But then in actual practice, it doesn't work out because, you know, people think they can handle anything when these kind of things are being talked about in off seasons. But when you have to deal with them, in the actual game, it's a bit different though, because we know that there was gonna be some trends, there was gonna be some in-game shot calling issues because you know the language barrier. So, but this is better for them taking on a completely worse player just so tactical doesn't get his fucking feelings hurt. Like that is just some pussy shit. That's a straight up pussy shit. And you can't bench tactical because because his friend, and he's not gonna like that. So it's like 
Oh, yeah. fucking bullshit feeling shit. Like, holy sh Good uh. God. Good X. And then, then uh. their play style is so fucking bad. There's some of these teams that could actually just completely destroy them. And they don't. I, I, I will say this. On the Cloud9 game, they played legitimately well in the Cloud9 game. They did. Mm -hmm. All those those dives they did, how Spica played, they legitimately played well in the Cloud9 game. They, had, they played good against one team with the same issues that they have. They can't even talk to their players themselves. They should be 0-6 right now. That record they have, that they should, they're 0-6 to me. They're playing like fucking donkey shit. Fuck that. They're more, they, Immortals should have won that game, and Cloud9 beat them, so they should be 0-6. I don't know, because uh, th this week coming up, um, because, yeah, guys, th this week I told you guys I didn't really watch the LEC that much, so I don't, I don't know if we're going to actually get a chance to really talk about the LEC outside of just, like, predicting for their games. So I'll, don't worry, I'll change the title after this is over, because it's mostly just going to be an LCS episode this time around, because I didn't really yeah. get a chance to watch, like I said, because there's a lot uh, of people who's yeah. with the LCS, actually. Yeah, that is true. They are, like, uh, it, it's a, like, I will dominate said it before, but, like, it, it, it's a sad thing when, uh, TSM fans are more understanding. Like they're just really bad. Like, they're, just TSM horrible. fans are more understanding of a rebuild than the org. TSM fans. Let me repeat that. TSM fans. What the fuck? TSM fans. Oh my lord. I feel like TSM as an org are so scared of trying something different that they panic when things... And this is the thing. The same thing with Cloud9. Two weeks. Two weeks. Four games. 17 days, two weeks, four days, two, sorry, oh, yeah. two weeks. Uh, I, I games, can't believe Immortals won two games. They I can't believe they actually beat 100 games. Thieves. I can't believe 100 Thieves is their next to talk about because, oh my God. Yeah, I can't believe that Immortals should have Fuck. zero wins. Both of them should have zero wins, honestly. There should be three both... teams in the league with zero wins. Them, yeah. CLG, because Cloud9 was like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just draft like complete shit and just mm -hmm. fucking lose to CLG. But I just don't get it. I, I just don't understand why get a shot calling player again for the sixth time in a row and then mm -hmm. no no he doesn't know what he's talking he he doesn't know because the lpl players are clearly bad they don't know how to win worlds or anything they don't all success the lpl fucking ramen eating motherfuckers oh no shit holy fuck okay then calm down so i just don't get it uh, yeah 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 like uh, oh my no, god they're not the next clg <laughs> i mean they could be i mean but yeah I, yeah dude, i mean ryan ryan that mean very like possible the, that that meme of the uh flex tape on the on the hole that's uh tsm with their issues slj slj says tsm is playing uh team liquid clg and hundred these oh fuck dude holy shit if they beat so so so, so they should technically beat yeah like oh what's this oh, is it three games five? this week yeah because from from now on the splits are only gonna have eight weeks so we're gonna have like the lec we're gonna have one super week during a split now for lcs oh, okay so week they, four they, is gonna they, be they did that and they did that in academy before tsm is playing team liquid clg yeah Ooh. yeah they're 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 fucking screwed <laughs> so screwed holy shit um but yeah those are just my my thoughts on tsm they're just really bad they're just really fucking bad i like who not who would have not predicted that after fucking Bjergsen left? Everyone left. Double lift, Bjergsen, mm -hmm. Broken Blade. Every every long standing player you guys remember is gone. Even Parth is gone. Parth. Yeah. Of all people, Parth is gone. Yo, I cannot wait to see that matchup though. Uh, of who ints harder between 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 contracts and like tactical. <laughs> 
And then let's talk about 100 Thieves. 100 Thieves, guys. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what's going on with 100 Thieves. I don't know. But why are they playing down to their competition? The only players that look like they're even giving a shit in the game to really substantially keep up their form is Someday, Closer, and, like, FBI. Because who he sure not doing it. Yeah. In fact, Abadage, you would think he's yeah, like the I, best I told you, I, I, after the ha- half, the first half of last mm-hmm. split, he's gone downhill. It's like... I, I don't think it's he's like bad. it's like he, he gave all of his him. it's like he gave all of his skill in the first half of like summer last year to then closer, but and then closer's <laughs> just been doing it. It's like he's not bad. Like you can tell he's still good, but he's not showing it. Like yeah, I could I could get behind that if he's like someone like Fudge. He's just almost basically griefing in lane essentially, but he's not bad. He's playing still relatively good. He's just not showing that same type of good that he showed last year when he first came in i don't know what's going on mm-hmm. maybe he it, it feels like for 100 these they're, they're just playing down to their competition like and what are you doing that for are they trying to lit that's i don't know, I don't know, yeah, excuse I don't know. are uh, they limit testing that's fucking uh, stupid 100 these should not be losing to immortals no, i'm sorry you should i mean not i told you they're sealing they're they don't have any more i think they're actually they're- i think they have a good ceiling i just don't know what's no, going on right now. They have a good ceiling. I'm just saying I told you that they hit their ceiling. They hit this it. Thing, if they don't, like, roll over the game, they don't actually... Okay, here's what I'll say. Because it works one-on-one, one of two ways. If they don't get a substantial early lead, it just doesn't feel like they actually do anything. Yeah. But if they do get a lead, they stop you into the mm-hmm. dirt. Anyway, I hope they play Tenacity against TSM. I told you they're not, man. Someday's playing too good. There's no reason to play him, though. Some days, some well, they could play him against a shitty team, though, just to give them some games. Dude, if they didn't play him against Immortals, I don't think it's it, that's not possible. Well, know? I mean, they lost against Immortals, so, I mean, who knows? <laughs> Holy shit. Jesus Christ. Like, uh, Jesus fucking Christ. I can't believe two teams lost to Immortals are so fucking that, bad. The fact that Jose Diodo is playing as good as fucking Closer is blowing my mind. Um, well, I told Bull. you he had that potential. I didn't know if he was going to reach it. He but just started he, playing. I'll tell you, he had a really bad first one first week. He's been playing pretty darn good these past three weeks, actually. Yeah, well, I you told know? you, he had that same ceiling as closer. I just didn't know if he was going to reach it because he's the because the issue with Jose Diodo is just uh yeah just game IQ mainly not like he's amazing mechanics. Just his game I, IQ is not. He's sort of like a weaker version of like Blabber, honestly. Uh, but um. Yeah, and then Taku- oh, I can't believe FlyQuest is fucking five and one. Holy shit! Ah, oh. like it took cool. Like like again, I loved all the players on FlyQuest. I said that, but I just like God. I predict them to be like eighth because it's like because I I I knew Jose Diodo would be good. I, I knew Takuli Fly- would be. I knew Takuli would be great. Yeah, and I knew Kuma I, I, would be I, I solid. I saw Takuya in the LFL. I was like, this guy's not bad. He's got some yeah. skills. Yeah, no, he's great. I, I knew Jose Diodo would be good, and I knew Kumo would be solid. But but mm-hmm. I did not... Uh, I did not... Uh, okay, just like Johnson was like the wor- one of the worst ADCs last year. And then Afro Mu, while he was amazing... Afro Mu's most... a ladder player. He's up no, and down. Afro Mu was amazing in the first split on Dignitas. He was amazing in spring, yeah. But then, he, but then he regressed hard, so I did not expect him to be good at na- again here in this year. So 
So I just I expected that bot lane to drag them mm -hmm. down hard. Like honestly, I thought you know <laughs> I still kind of do kind of maybe mm -hmm. think they should play Tomo more than Johnson. So that's my last thing with the hundred thieves guys. I don't really know what's because it doesn't feel like they have any more play styles they can play outside of smash early and win. That's their play style. It's like smash early, get really aggressive early in champions yeah. and win. If they don't smash you, they completely just fumble. I, I don't know how they fix yeah. that. Maybe you switch up. I think uh, potentially you switch a player out to change your play style. And I don't think it'll be yeah, tenacity yeah. because some days some has been playing five, been playing pretty good, actually. Some has been playing good. So there's no reason to take him out. That's the thing is like, I don't know what you change if you're 100 Thieves. I legitimately mm -hmm. don't know. But their play style is it's just, I win early game. That's it. That's it. If you win early game, they're done. They're horrible, horrible mid game. Horrible, shitty late game. I, I've seen I've seen donkeys play better <laughs> late game than they have, dude. And then we'll talk about um, Team Liquid. Uh, Team Liquid, they, they <laughs> they're going to have Core J. They have Core JJ. Right, so they got Core JJ, his green card. Let's name with Team Liquid. Let me tell you how good they'll eventually be, minus Cloud Nine, because you know Cloud is going to be the best too. So back to the same guys. Core JJ has a green card. Who else has a green card on their roster? Beerson does. They could sign another import if they want to. Back to the same. They have Core JJ, the best NA player, the best LCS player. People say Bjergsen, whatever. They're one in the same. One of the two. They have literally two of the best players in the league on their team. One is, and they don't count as imports. They have Hans Sama, who has been like the best ADC next to FBI, right? Okay. I still don't agree with Santorin, but whatever. Santorin's like the fourth best jungler. Whatever, right? Then they have Bwipo, one of the top three top laners in the league. They can still sign another import. Santorin also doesn't count as an import, right? So they have every player is like either at least the very least top four in their role, mm -hmm. the very least top four in their role. And they can I, mean, I, don't, I don't know about Huhi anymore. No, this is Team Liquid. Oh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm, I'm fucking. So that means if Santorin doesn't play good, I'm taking us right now. Santorin does not play good this year. They're gonna import. Why not import a Jung? You have a free slot to do it. Why would you stick, stick with uh, no, Santorin? They, they, they don't. They don't actually. Yes, they do. No. Right. no, no, you're right. We actually um, yeah. fucking uh, no, counts if, as an import. If but... they kept impact, they could have. But no, I'm, I'm telling you, they they could they should have bought Kenvi. What, what was wrong with trying that out? Kenvi is fucking fantastic in Academy. He's Odin LCS chance. He's super <laughs> good, and he's actually like has the same like seal and is like, like even. Uh, potentially mm -hmm. a bigger ceiling than like somebody like blabber and he's the type of like aggressive jungler they mm -hmm. with good mechanics that they could use around that mm -hmm. type of roster like team liquid to uh. me personally is the best team right now i think 100 thieves can challenge them i i, I really think that i thought that they could do it last summer split i was right about no. that this split around i I don't know, man. No, I, 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 I told you upgrades. a bunch of these was gonna fall off. Come on. I, I, hey, I I predict I wrote that wave as long as I could, and I ended up becoming right about that. But sometimes you gotta learn how how to get off the wave. Do you know how you how you're, you're like you're fucking surfing? Wait, you're wait, wait right, right about what? At what point? I was I'm right about everything. I'm right about uh, about what point? You mean in, you mean in summer 2021? I said they're making the finals. Remember, I said yeah, they're making the finals. Uh, 
Bitch, everybody, everybody predicted them to win summer 2021 finals when they got Reaper and all the dog genius. This is the thing. Sometimes when you guys, when you're surfing, you have no, and, and a shark's just like speeding towards you. You got to get off that fucking, you got to get off that surfboard, jump off that shit before you get fucking mm-hmm. eaten. Now, with their caliber of players, I do think they can challenge Team Liquid. They can. With the, with the caliber of players they have, they can. But they're going to have to somehow work on playing a different play style because Team Liquid can play any play style, essentially, for how their players are that flexible. You know? I think cloud nine could potentially challenge but it's really hard to gauge how strong cloud nine is because cloud nine while i like them blabber hasn't looked that good fudge is the weakest mid laner out of the top four if you put them up there um you have the bot lane with berserker and winsome they do not seem like a dominant 2v2 they've also lost a lot of their 2v2s recently you know they've been getting dumpstered a lot in their 2v2 so if cloud nine want to be a top four team you know um along with the other guys like 100 thieves and team liquid they want to be a top four team up there with them they're gonna have to actually start you know uh working on what's gonna work for their roster now it seems like uh and then yeah to close my point out on team liquid uh team liquid is is most likely gonna be the best team like i already predicted they'd be the best team anyway you know based off their roster they literally have a, a super team quote unquote right so they pretty much have the best team. Uh, and not really. I mean, they pretty much have the best team. Uh, in comparison mm. to the outer teams collapsing now, they do. <laughs> if, the, if these teams didn't collapse. TSM was never going to be a fucking super team to be. No, no, with. not TSM. I, I never thought they were. I always predicted them like fifth or fourth at best. But, to, uh, yeah, to, to be fair, we predicted TSM to be like sixth anyway. So the fact that they're like tenth is like, I mean, mm-hmm. what does it matter, honestly? Also, yeah, FlyQuest I, no, I being still think first place is like a tenth place team in disguise. Fly, like even FlyQuest, like FlyQuest being in first place, I'm not one of those guys that are like, oh, just because I didn't predict them to be first place doesn't mean I don't think they're gonna be like at. Because some people do do this a lot. They go like, just because they don't like the org or they don't like the players, they won't give them credit to how good they're playing. I think FlyQuest have good things about them. I think they. It's, it's hard to say. Here, you could argue it one of two ways. They're only playing so good right now and looking so good because the other teams with the better players aren't doing so well. You, that That's a fair assessment. Or mm-hmm. they're just playing really well. It could be the way too. I think it's a mixture of both. I think they are playing good for how a team like that could play. But I do also think the teams with the better players are also struggling. You know? That's what I actually think too. Because Evil Geniuses... It, it looks like the hype around them has also fucking, you know, cooled off. Because, like I said before, guys, I've said this many times. I like Danny, but Danny's laning is not his strength. I said this for weeks. Danny's laning is not his strength. Danny and fucking um, Vulcan's laning is not good. Like, it's not good. Jojo, they have Jojo Peon, who is arguably almost like... Jojo Peon is worse than Fudge. Jojo Peon had been playing mid... Longer than Fudge, and it's worse than him at it. You know, Impact seems to be um, not having as good of games as he was when the season first started. Uh, then you also add in that Inspired isn't looking as good. I don't really know what's going on uh, with Evil Geniuses right now, um, but it doesn't really look like they're uh, having the same stride as when they were doing well in Lock-In, and that also is an indicator right there that Lockin is not the best fucking show of how good a stronger team is because 
EG went from like being undefeated in lock-in until like the fucking finals. Then they only win like two games right now for the LCS 2022 uh, spring split. So yeah, Evil Jesus wow, right wow. now. So it's almost like uh, if the only other competitive team who has their full LCS roster <laughs> is Team Liquid, then you're going to make finals. Wow, what a theory. And then uh, CLG. What could I say about CLG that I already haven't said before? You know what? Fuck it. Let's just go for CLG. Okay. Um, CLG now, I, has... oh, now, before you do, though, I will just yeah. say, as much as I still... Okay, well, recently... Yeah, even I can't defend him anymore. Jojo Pion has just been playing fucking bad. It's so bad. But, but yeah, so but abysmal. again, I he still has that potential to grow, and he, and if he doesn't like around this roster, and my dad's seven, coming back in my and, life, and, and, and at seventeen years old, then holy fuck, that that then he just blew like the best chance. He blew as big of a chance to grow into a great player around the roster like this as contracts did, you know, in twenty seventeen, but um. But now, what 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 I will say though is, uh, even though I believed in him growing and still have some hope that he might, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I always thought that actually people were kind of overhyping him in Academy. He really wasn't like one of the best mids in Academy. He was like the fourth best. Dude, the way Peter Dunn talked about him, this guy sounded like he yeah. was fucking humanoid yeah. or some shit. Yeah, like, no, they were overhyping him. He was, like, the fourth or, like, fifth best mid laner in Academy. Again, for, like, a 16- or 17-year-old, that, that that's fucking impressive. But, I mean, that, that doesn't mean you put him in LCS, right? Or that he's, like, already ready for LCS. It's like, yeah, like, it wasn't even that. ready for LCS. It wasn't even like, that. They got rid of Jizuke, who had actually started playing well to a certain extent like he had started playing well so they got rid of a mid laner no, they had a chance to get jensen and double lift yeah and then so okay i i agree you had juzuke for a while you don't want to go juzuke anymore that's perfectly fine you could have just got jensen what's wrong with jensen because people say oh jensen's not worth the price tag you're gonna pay for him that's bullshit that's fucking bullshit you have to tell me that this new guy is better than jensen you're out of your mind yeah no that's bullshit with the with the amount of money they probably paid for Vulcan, like, come on. Impact salaries, not... Ch- they definitely gave Roy a lot of money for Inspire. Yeah, That's- and they definitely overpaid for Jazuke and uh, Ignar before. Why not just keep Jazuke then? I, I and they even, they even tried getting Chovy two times. So fuck off with that, like, budget. No, that's not an issue with Evil Geniuses. Trust me, the, thing. the money isn't an issue. If they're, They just wanted to go young. They wanted to go for the talent. I, I always say, you know, you change up a player if they're not really playing well. Like, if they're if, if, it's, if it's a consistent track record of a player not playing well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, just get rid of them. That, that's fine if you want to get rid of them. But at least if you're getting rid of someone, get someone better. This JoJo Peon guy, he ain't it, man. I'm sorry, dude. He ain't it. Uh, I, you can. He is just as bad as yeah, Reaper. Honestly, I would. Even... I would honestly be curious to see them sub in like Kaori for just just like one game, like in the super week. Oh, uh, like yeah, Kaori was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah, that's what teams did in Academy though in the super week when they had that in Academy, mm-hmm. like either in like 2020 or mm-hmm. it, it was a year when they had Jukes. Cloud Nine did. They had like they subbed like. Licorice in for a game, uh, Kumo in for a game, Jukes in mm-hmm. a game, then like Sven Skarin in for a game, Blabber in for a game, and like uh, their outer academy jungler for, yeah, sure and Fire or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, uh, so, you know, I'm saying I hope uh, LCS teams take advantage of the super weekend, like, 
try some of their academy talent out for one game out of the three, like you know, like Immortals you did that last that. year. They Immortals did that last year with like Pretty, their mid laner. They like mm-hmm. they could do it with Tenacity. They could do that with Kyori. They can do that with Prismal. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's many players that could do that with our own like uh, a game just to get a look at. Like, like honestly, Malice has been fuck. Have you been watching the C9 Academy games? I saw the game he had today. He was playing really well Now, now, in fairness, um, his team is setting him up to do that. That, that, yeah. And and when um, that being said, though, even with them setting him up to do this, uh, holy fuck, he has uh, I'm just gonna like screen share the stats. Okay, so the uh, also uh get. Uh, chat msk but anyway uh yeah yeah um so i'm just gonna screen share this for you uh okay so the two the two oldest games don't count that was when a day after oldham came together as a team and they literally didn't play with each other at all so don't count the games against golden guardians just count the rest of the games besides the most recent one where you had died nine times look at that this guy's oh dude, fuck, dude. Yeah, he literally and his the gold difference in like farm with this guy in the jungle. Like he's literally stomping on these kids. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but Holy again, shit. give this guy a game in the super week against a shit team. Like who are they? Oh, 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 who's I'll the shit team here. they're playing against? Are they playing against like uh? I'll show you right, right now. Give me a sec. I'll show you right right now. It's just the fact that Blabber really hasn't been playing that good, honestly. You know. Like, yeah. if Blabber can come back to form, Cloud9 can be a threat. If not, it's still going to be uh, rough okay, for them. Okay, so FlyQuest, uh, 100 Thieves, and Dignitas. Yeah, play them against Dignitas. There's some Banger games coming up this week. Play them against Dignitas. Do that. Come on. All right, so the last team I'll talk about before we start predicting the games is CLG. Like, come on, guys. I, like, People are like, oh, my God, CLG is bottom of the league again. What indicator what they have of being anything higher than that? Jenkins was not good on Team Liquid when he subbed in for all far. He was fucking he was terrible. Yeah. yeah. Again, I didn't expect this team to be good. I just thought Fox that, wasn't like, good either. Paul Fox stunk on FlyQuest. I was yeah, like, so I, I, they, I just they, thought their players grew enough where they would at least be like nine for eight, not last. But nope, thing, I guess like, I was wrong. They grabbed the worst mid lane, one of the worst mid laners. They grabbed mm-hmm. one of the worst top laners. They grabbed a solid bot lane. They're basically playing the same style that TSM does. They all yeah. in on the bot lane, and teams know if they dive and shut down Luger and Poom, T- CLG is done. Contrast yeah. is just going on stage yeah, and great, griefing great every bot game. Lane, great bot lane, and I was not a fan of the Jenkins or Palafox pick. Uh, however, I understood the Jenkins pick for the sole reason that the top lane pool in NA is actually just that weak to choose from, so you might as well pick him for this year. But he, no, he definitely was the thing. It's that TL said he was good. If that's that's bullshit. No, no, no. Just... Yeah, no, that, that's bullshit. But <laughs> why did they promote actually, that guy? He was like, actually oh, one of the best to choose from. But no, he was. That's bullshit to try to say he's good. But yeah, CLG, yeah. you got CLG. I'm sorry, you can't get refunds, but you got scammed. Yeah, that, I, I'm sorry. Holy <laughs> and shit. I'm like contract. I'm sorry. Like I didn't expect him to play like great, but like I think he was playing good last year. I thought he was he was doing good I, because I he Aaron play, was falling. Like, up. Because Svenskaren started just dropping off, and he just came at the right yeah, time. I know, but actually. I just I thought he would at least be competent. Now, like he played, he played good He's on in in a hundred thieves academy in summer and in LCS mm. with a hundred thieves. He played good, and in my opinion, at least on mm-hmm. EG and in their on their academy team. Like, 
I don't know. I just like, I, I didn't expect them to be great or anything as advertised. Like I knew a lot of it had to do with like the team covering for him. But That's I thought, I thought he would at least be competent now. And after all this time in Academy, nope, he's just back to trying to break the death record again. Like on he's GG. Just, he's just like bad. Like they have just a really weak, they have the yeah. weakest, they have probably the weakest top side in the league. This is also barring a league with fucking, Immortals' top side and TSM's top side and Golden Guardians' There's top so side. Many, there were so many solid NA mid laners you could have chose from an academy and you choose Palafox. Who looked like Fuck complete me. shit the whole year. He looked shit the whole year. Yeah, yeah, he no. The, the, the only, mid, the only NA game. mid laner I would take him over is like Insanity. I was not a fan of Insanity. I don't get why people were saying he's solid uh mm-hmm. solid like peace on a moral see this thing dude get it like like he didn't int mm-hmm. or anything or like do anything mm-hmm. like stupid really like guys like Paolo Fox mm-hmm. did but he just he just did nothing he was like just does nothing in the game <laughs> he just sits back and this loses. is the thing is if they were gonna pick a bad mid laner why not just pick Yasui at least Yasui tried to oh, yeah. do stuff in the well, game because he's old you know he's older he's like 25 they're like ah too old <laughs> I just don't get it. I think uh, I would have people, liked Saligo, yeah. honestly. Saligo's people so are like smart. People was people are going, oh my god, CLG's bottom of the league again. They have what indicator would they be any higher than that? There's no indicator of that they would be even higher than yeah, like I, I thought they would be eighth because I thought because <laughs> again No, because again, I I again I did not like <laughs> the Palafox and Jenkins pickups, but I thought those pieces would at least not be <laughs> terrible. I thought contracts would at least be competent, and I thought Luger and Boom were great so i thought and i and here's the thing and the other thing secondly i i thought immortals and dignitas their rosters oh. looked so bad and their chemistry looked so bad to the point where yeah i put them below them but dude that's people's expectations for clg because clg's finished ninth to tenth bottom half for like yeah well when your expectations is eight Eighth, Eighth is your goal. We're really getting there, man. We're we're getting there. We're climbing. Hey, well, they could, they they can still. Hey, I'm the same. They're climbing. At, at this They're rate, climbing. they can beat TSM. At this rate, they can be top of TSM at, at ninth to tenth. They're gonna have speed run for who who could be at fucking tenth. But we'll say this though. I think TSM is likely more highly of the chances to be ninth to eighth or like eighth to seventh in CLG. CLG just looks bad. Like at least TSM has speaker. You know, Spika's not that bad. He he can know, carry PSM, some games. I don't think's bad. It's just their players aren't. No, they're bad. Spika alone is like the fucking difference maker. No, Kaiyu, I I think is still not bad. He's made. Oh, oh man, that's, that's yeah, yeah. What, but that's yeah. I, I no, I I don't think he's a bad player though. Again, I just think it's like the the different views. I, I think the there is a different. Stuff. Yeah, it, it's just the way TSM tries to win is like they're actually trying to win the game. And again, if, Shenny, if they push Shenny back in LCS, same thing. I think he's solid as well, just different views. Uh, now, Tactical and Hooney on the other t- hand, sure, I will agree they're bad, but still, but Kip, but with the other three pieces beside them. No, I think I, Tactical I was... hasn't looked... When they funnel all the resources into him, Tactical's done well with it. It's just... The team style yeah, and structure to the rest of the ADCs, MSK. Compared to the rest, oh dude, hey man, I got, I got lost. Yeah, yeah, God, yeah. It's like, yeah, good job. He's like, God, it's like he's tied with loss. Are all the job. ADCs in the league competing for like sixth place? God. No, all right, guys, it's like eighth. Fuck. So that's it for like most of the LCS teams. I could talk about Dig and Toss, but I really don't want to. They're just a. 
very bland team, is what Dignitas is. Uh, yeah, well, I'm just surprised that they made semifinals and actually almost beat Team Liquid and Lockins, but that just proves that Lockins doesn't matter. Like, and yeah, I'm we'll just surprised that they Golden won Guardians has. Golden Guardians has, has a surprisingly really decent early game. If they can clean up their early game problems, I think if they if they can clean up some of their early game issues, they mm-hmm. could probably be a top six team. They might make playoffs playing like this. They're not a, they're bad, but they you can see what they're at least trying to do, and it is working. They just have uh, to Golden clean Guardians, it up a bit. yeah, yeah. I told you that the SM versus GG game was a big decider, eh? And then so, and then I also told you that Dignity. Sorry, yeah, it was FlyQuest versus Dignitas, the two teams that really shouldn't have been like, was it like, what was it like three and one or four and one? <laughs> and, and, so it was interesting to see which one would win. Right. And hey, it it was a fun game as well, just like the GG versus TSM game. And it was also a big decider because it was not fun Fly for Quest my sanity. Kept, FlyQuest kept going up and be a cont- big contender while Dignitas lost two straight. Well, so. it's, a contender, it's a contender for my sanity. Fucking killing yeah. it. Now, segment time. Match of the week, baby, for the LCS. Uh, so we have Friday. And we have 100 Thieves taking on TSM. EG, Fly... I think EG and FlyQuest would be the match of... Right, right here for Friday. EG, FlyQuest. Um, Golden Guardians, Team Liquid. Would that be a, a banger of a game? Because Golden Guardians actually have a decent early game. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be good against Team Liquid. Um, so for me, Friday, the best game to watch is Evil Geniuses versus FlyQuest. Saturday, uh, you have Cloud9 versus 100 Thieves. And that's it for that day. Sunday, oh. you have Cloud9 versus FlyQuest. Then you have, I mean, the broadcast says it's Team Liquid versus TSM. Bjergsen taking on TSM for the first time ever because he's been with TSM since. Yeah, no, that, that's not that's not a match of the week. That's just that's dick a fucking stomping. stomp. No, <laughs> yeah, like again, they just do the space off of the orbs, not actually what the teams are playing like. But anyway, okay, so match of the weeks for me, it's gonna be. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go with. Team Liquid versus Golden Guardians. Uh, go down. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, go down. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, say. Okay. Uh, honestly, all these none none of these I would say are go down. You know, oh, if, if if it was EG versus the Mortals, I would say that would be a match of the week. But uh, anyway, uh, and then um, okay, I would actually say yeah, I would say Fly Quest versus Cloud Nine would be one, and then uh, mm, and yeah, that's it. I don't have enough faith in Dignitas to make that one game exciting, so I'm not going to say that's a match of the well, week. Well, for me, you have. Uh, Team Liquid versus Golden Guardians for Friday. EG versus Flight Quest. That's Friday's best games. Cloud9 versus 100 Thieves for Saturday. That's pretty much it for Saturday. Sunday, you have C9 versus Flight Quest. And then you have... That's it, essentially, right? Because this is not really that interesting. Te- Wait, oh, what was the what was Teal the versus Dignitas. That's not that... See, this thing. Teal versus Dig shouldn't be that bad. Right. Wait, wait, wait. What was the fourth one you said down below in the third call? Okay, so EG FlyQuest, TL Golden Guardians, 
Saturday's Cloud9 versus 100 Thieves is three. And FlyQuest versus Cloud9 is four. Okay, I just and wondered on that one. Oh, okay, so. Yeah, that's it. You said the same ones, except you added EG versus Fly, which I was thinking of saying. And, that might be pretty interesting. I think that's more an interesting thinking, one. The more I'm thinking about it, the more even it might be. So I might say that as well. After this game, if EG lose this game to them, I'm mm -mm, no more. I can't do it. Uh, okay, it's so just, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll say that. So we have the same ones, except I'm not saying Cloud9 versus 100 Thieves just because we already got it recently, so I don't care. That's the thing. is like, after this week, guys, if EG don't substantially show me that their fucking gameplay has improved, I'm I'm, mm -mm, I'm done with that shit. Uh, yeah. My predictions... <sighs> this is, Oh, forget, guys. We're having three days oh. of gameplay for right here. So uh, I'm going to go... Shit, Lord. Got to be a fan I mean, here. I still Cloud think Impact's been playing great, but... Cloud9... Team Liquid, 100 Thieves, mm -hmm. Immortals, and FlyQuest. Saturday, Team Liquid. Fuck. Great game we got here. TSM, Cloud9, FlyQuest, Evil Geniuses, Sunday, Cloud9, Evil Geniuses, Team Liquid, and Golden Guardians, and 100 Thieves. That's it for me. Oh, good. See, uh... Yeah, Cloud9, yeah, Diggs too generic to beat them. Okay, so yeah, Cloud9, uh, let's go Team Liquid. But I think that's going to be a close one. Uh, 100 Thieves. Uh, <laughs> God, Mortals versus CLG. Uh, I'll just say... Immortals and then uh EG and then uh second week, sorry, second day, uh mm -hmm. Team Liquid, TSM, uh a hundred thieves, FlyQuest, and Golden Guardians, and then third day, uh say Cloud Nine. So I scroll down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cloud9, EG, Team Liquid, Golden Guardians, and uh, and Dignitas. Good God, if he gets these predictions right, I'm fucking AFKing jumping out a fucking window. I always give a good mix it's... of like realistic expectations, uh, obvious ones, like surprising ones. Hmm. You know, hey, what? You don't think Dignitas could upset 100 Thieves? They did it before. It's very possible. Yeah. And I mean, like, 100 Thieves has been a basic play style too, like, dig, you know, like. All right. So, guys, here, I know I can't really talk about the lec tonight because i didn't really get a chance to dive into every single game i'll just lightly glance over things that i've noticed this week rogue is still in first place they came back to form a little bit which is fine but i think a lot of people didn't really notice how badly their bot lane was playing this week i still think comp and trimby are like the best players in the lec right now from how they've been playing with rogue right but this week in particular rogue's bot lane looked pretty suspect um fanatic ended up taking down g2 uh, Fnatic ended up, in, ended up losing to Astralis, but had a really, really amazing game um, against fucking G2. Hillisang, uh on Pike playing really well. Uh, Misfits 
Uh, they ended up defeating. Sorry about that. Misfits ended up. Jesus Christ. Sorry about that. Uh, let's go to yeah, spring season. Sorry about that. Misfits ended up defeating. Right here. Let me show you guys really quickly. So around, around we on week seven, right? Misfits ended up defeating like Excel, and that's a team you definitely want to beat if you want to make playoffs right now. And Excel ended up beating Astralis, and Misfits later on beat Mad Lions. Misfits beating Mad Lions uh, makes the standings pretty uh, spicy because potentially Team Vitality or Mad Lions could be making playoffs. Yeah, no, Mad on. Lions is going to be. I, yeah, I said this like last week or two weeks ago. Uh, I think Mad Lions is done. Yeah, yeah Mad Mad's Lions is done. Reaper's too bad. I'm so disappointed by that guy. Whatever. I told you week one he looked like shit. Like Reaper, I wasn't so denying. I wasn't denying he looked bad. I just said he <laughs> could improve and that he has the potential, and that teams are really considering <laughs> picking him over humanoid. So I said, "I'll give him a chance." And now, and then, uh, now then the he... chance is gone, and he can go fuck himself. And then you saw him play Renekton mid. <laughs> yes, and, and, and Aurelia, <laughs> and then I saw MSK's dad. Holy shit! Um, G two. Uh, this uh, week, XL looked, doesn't deserve to make playoffs. <laughs> G two looked pretty pretty off. I know they beat SK Gaming, but that wasn't a super convincing game, and they got pretty handed to them by <laughs> Fnatic. Gaming's Not... coming back, baby. Look at the fuck. Dude. Uh, uh, Holy uh, uh, shit. I want to see what their next schedule is looking like. <laughs> G2, they did not look good uh, this week. I know they beat SK Gaming on the record, but that game was not clean by them, and they got destroyed by Fnatic this time around in the Elf Classico matchup. Um, outside of that, Team Vitality lost to Rogue. I mean, that's expected. Rogue has already locked playoffs with getting to 11 wins right there. Um, the play style, like, if Team Vitality don't make playoffs, I'm not surprised. You know, I'm not surprised at all that they would actually miss playoffs. I'm not surprised if Team Vitality or Mad Lions miss playoffs. If you just had yeah, these I'm not surprised teams right that there, Vitality's overrated as shit. Again, I knew they, I knew they would come back, and I knew they would at least make playoffs, which they are. I, I've yeah. definitely seen them making it over Mad Lions and SK still, but um, if anything, honestly, SK can maybe knock out like XL, but uh, <laughs> some oh, out of shit. nowhere treats, baby. But um. But uh, yeah, yeah, I knew it was just gonna be a slow mm-hmm. start, and they would go back. But I also knew that they would just be good. They weren't a super team. Like I'm sorry. Yeah, I got, were, uh, honestly, I still think Alfari, like Alfari, had a slow start as well. It looked off, but now he's honestly starting to look like one of the best pops in the West again. Is, self-made is even worse than Blabber yeah. for some reason. Uh, would, would you agree with that, or would you disagree that? Or, or I think Alfari, Alfari Alfari's not there. I'll say this: Alfari and Perks are not the issue. It's just the fact that LeBron. Yeah, but no, I'm saying, do you do and, you agree uh, with him looking like one of the best tops in the West again, or no? No, no. Like I don't think any top really? in the West is substantially good. Yeah, I mean, compared to the rest of the competition, I would say yeah, yeah, is again he's... now. I'd say he's top three again. To him and Oda Wamne are like the best top laners in the him, LEC Oda right Wamne, now. Broken Blade. I would say. I would say honestly, that's broken... probably it. I'm not Broken saying Blade Wonder, dude. Wonders won, look pretty. second, and Wonders looks third. Wonders been running it down pretty hard some of these games yeah, recently. And then yeah, see four or five. Hear it? With... No, hear it. Actually, hasn't been looking that bad in a lot of. Mystics, no, no, uh, I, 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 would, I would get here. I would give here at fourth. Yeah, here it's been pretty and solid. And then I would give maybe Armut fifth and Finn sixth, and then after that, it's a clusterfuck. Like honestly, Gen X has not been good. Oh god. Oh fuck. But yeah, uh, again, I'll, I'll, there's, I'll there's a guy fucking CLG can pick up in summer. 
So that's just what I'll say, guys. G2 did not look good in their match against Fnatic. It was all that was fucking awful. Yankos leaped in and killed himself. Will that, that, that if that's not inting, I don't know what is. I, he literally leaped in and died willingly after he knew they couldn't win a fight. I was like, all right, okay, this is and I guys, you know me, I love G2, but if they're not that this split is looking so suspect. One week they'll they look like they're on fire. And the next week looks like shit. Targamas looked so good last week. He looks terrible this week. He looks uh, fucking bad. I wouldn't blame week. it on Target Moss, but there was uh, so many misexecutions on their dives, their macro. Pl- I'm like going one week they look good. Yeah, I mean this is like bad. Target Moss's first off week, but I, I yeah. still wouldn't. Bl- I, I still wouldn't blame it on him at all. That was just if the team's playing bad or it, you know, players mm-hmm. are like fucking around, then the support gets the deaths usually. I still don't think Razorg's good on Fnatic. I still don't think he's that good. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But, uh, you know, he can just get carried by Humanoid, apparently. Humanoid is just going to be on Twisted Fate duty the whole time, apparently. I guess that's how it works with Fnatic. Mm-hmm. And then you have Hillisang on a playmaking support and Upset on Aphelios or Jinx the whole time. That's the Fnatic's playstyle. It's so wonky, you know? But the thing, Fnatic have good enough players to win out against these other worse players, so it doesn't really matter, honestly, you know? And then Team Vitality, their bot lane is their issue. The bot lane is just bad. LeBrov and Karzy are just bad. If anyone is in denial now, you're you're high as fuck. You are brain dead. They are literally probably one of the worst bot lanes in the league. One of the worst. They'd be like top three worst bot lane in the league. LeBrov and Karzy are not good. They need, like, if they want to win LEC, they're probably going to need, need a new bot lane. And if they end up winning LEC... It's not because of them. I'll tell you that right now. They will not be winning LEC because of Karzy and LeBrov. Just saying. Um, XL is coming up in the world, actually. Uh, they actually lost to Misfits, and they ended up beating Astralis. So they kind of lost a game that they might have needed to win later on to make playoffs. So we'll see how all that plays out for them. And, yeah, Mad Lions ended up dropping both games this week. Oh, stacks. The back-to-back... Uh, champion of last year may not be making playoffs right now. So if you have Team Vitality, XL, G2, Misfits, and Fnatic and Rogue, I think right he- I think right here we have like what? No. So you'd have one, two, three, four, five. So you would add in like just if these guys right here ended up just making playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised. Please somebody knock out XL. Mad Lions don't look like they're doing it anytime soon. Yeah, please, SK. Is... SK, come on, baby. Oh, God. Oh, we, we, you know your life is getting miserable when you start rooting for SK Gaming. Holy fuck. Yeah, uh, sadly. Oh, my God. It's crazy. We're going to be on week seven for the LEC 2022 spring split. It's almost done because they don't have, we don't have week, week nines anymore mm-hmm. for LEC anymore. Here we go, baby. You know what time it is. Match of the week. Let's get yeah, these I'm match saying, of the week going. Hey, I'm saying, did you doubt Misfits? Yes, I still do. Fuck you. Vitio, baby. Vitio. He's okay. He's okay. No, he is great. It's because you have some French bias towards him, you piece of shit. What the? Oh, yeah, that's why I want fucking Adam to <laughs> retire. Yeah. <laughs> so you have two match of the weeks right here. Rogue and Fnatic. Misfits, G2. Those are your match of the weeks right there for Friday. Mm-hmm. Misfits coming up in the standings. If G2 can beat Misfits, I think they lock like third for right now. But like this is a match both teams need to be winning. This is not a match you need to fuck around mm-hmm. with. This is you need to win this. 
Honestly, you know, uh, a sleeper match here would probably be Rogue versus XL. Yeah, I was noticing that too. Because XL, if they can somehow manage to come away with a win in this um, match, that could pretty much right there secure them playoffs right there. Beating the best team in the league. They have the play style that could beat Rogue. They could excel this week could easily solidify playoffs if they can be at, at least don't don't go zero two this week for excel. Do not go oh, zero two. Come on, Mad, please beat them. Oh god. <laughs> and then come on, you have... SK, please. Oh wait, oh shit. Oh shit. Did I want Vitality or SK to win? Hmm. At least perks is in playoffs. I'm just saying. That's better than uh, having yeah. fucking Excel. Okay. So I, have... I hope uh Vitality loses both games. Vitality versus Misfits, another game you might want to watch out for, for just for yeah, and Misfits. Astralis is, again, this is a motivation for summer. Again, <laughs> they're basically uh, playing. Guess, they're going to be on vacation after week yeah. eight, so, you know. Well, like, again, I still think they're bad, obviously, and their ceiling is still low. But, but I mean, I'm just saying, I've always said, like, in almost every one of their losses, they're still always looking for plays. They still look competitive against them, like, going toe-to-toe there's just always just the mm-hmm. worst team in each of their losses but i mean they're finally uh shedding a bit of that and getting some wins on the board i guess so. the fact that Fnatic lost to astralis playing how bad they did oh my god i was like what are you guys yeah. how do you get out team fought by astralis like what mm-hmm. the fuck Again, Promise Kill's actually been playing not bad lately. <laughs> that that's a standard people have now for these players. If you're playing yeah, not bad, no, you're no, good. He's, <laughs> uh, no, actually, he's been playing good. No joke. <laughs> he's actually been playing kind of good now. I, <laughs> I just, I just really uh, don't get it yeah. when it comes to like, damn, she's pretty. Her ass is juicy. God, calm down, fuck. But yeah, no, Zanzara, White Knight, uh, and Kabe still no, but. Another good game to look out for. So we have Saturday. You have Vitality versus Misfits, Rogue versus XL. I, I want to say Mad versus Fnatic should be a match you should look out for. But it's no, that, like that, that, that's going to be the match of the two teams should in the bed. <laughs> like holy fuck! That's, sorry, the watch, two orbs dude, shit Watch in the them. Bed. Watch them pick Mad versus Fnatic as match of the week when Rogue versus Fnatic clearly should be match of the week or this one. Either either of these two games. No, should be it should be Misfits week. versus G two. They're the, e- e- They're the most either competitive. They're the most competitive. Yeah, yeah. Because you like, know, come G- on, Rogue should still, Rogue should stomp Fnatic at this rate with what they're doing. Yeah, and, and, Matt, and Fnatic should stomp Mad. That, watch, they're gonna pick Mad versus Fnatic. God, like Vitality right. can can go toe to hey that. Remember that Vitality versus Misfits game on, or, or mm-hmm. was it G two versus Misfits? This one was it where it's like. Misfits oh. was about to win, but then like yeah, they fucking... they're gonna get their chance against Revenge. Oh, oh, Last oh, was, time it was what, really what, close. Oh well, which one was that? G two or Vitality? It was the base. Remember when, when Misfits won every? Yeah, two no, no, no. I know, like well, I know, I know, yeah. I know. I'm just saying, which one was it? Was it against Vitality or G two? It's G two. Okay, so yeah, make yeah, that should be a match to look out for. Then that is hype with how that game ended and how long it went on for. Mm-hmm. That rematch is going to be spicy. I mean, but the casters aren't going to give it any attention. And, and even though this is clearly like the most even strength fucking mm-hmm. matchup because they're, because, you know, they just see, oh, Fnatic or oh, Vitality. Yeah, just give it to them. So, you know, because they're fucking idiots. But, and that's pretty much that. We're going to predict the games. Uh, Mad versus XL. You know what? I, 
I can't see Mad Lions in the playoffs with how fucking shitty they're playing. XL, take it home, baby. XL, Astralis, Vitality, Rogue, G2. Then Saturday, I have Misfits, SK Gaming, Rogue, G2, and I have Fnatic. Okay, so I have... Um, let's see. I have Mad Astralis. Uh, shit. Uh, go with SK, mm-hmm. Rogue, and Misfits, and then Vitality. SK, uh, XL, G2, and Fnatic. There's a good chance by how Rogue has been playing, they could, if they keep up this form they've had throughout the whole spring split right now, they could end up fucking 16 and 2. That's how dangerous it could be. But I don't know. The bot lane of Comp and Trimby did not look that good this week, so got to keep that in mind. They played pretty they played kind of bad this week. Um, but if I had to give an MVP award to a player right now before the last week, it's definitely Malrong. Like if Malrong's not your MVP, you either are super biased towards Hillisang or you have been watching these games. If Malrong is not your MVP. Bias against imports, you mean. If you don't give fucking Malrong MVP, you are a crackhead. Trust me, they're gonna try to give it to like Larson or someone instead. Larson, if you give it to Larson. Comp or Malrong, they could be someone they look at. Actually, just I mean, even Trimby, you know, he's not looked at. Even every player on Rogue is fine to give it to, but I think it would go Malrong, Comp, mm-hmm. Larson, or No, but joke aside, I think what they're gonna. I have a feeling Malrong won't win it if they give There's... it to somebody on Rogue because um, I feel like they're, they're gonna be like, is that they're gonna say that. It's more of like Rogue's play style, like, like wanting, like telling their jungler, like do this and this each game, just like going aggressive instead of actually like Malrain playing out of his mind, which he has been playing like ex- excellent and probably like the best jungler still, or, or at least top three. But uh, I feel like that's what the casters and watch analysts them give it to like L- saying It's like, yeah, well, I, I feel dude. like that's what the casters and analysts are gonna think. Like it's more of just Rogue instead of Malrain. Mm-hmm doing the stuff yeah so yeah guys that that's pretty much you know i don't want to make sure i cover the lc too much because i don't really get a chance to watch every single game but i i made sure i watched the top team games from the teams that i think are going to be making playoffs if you guys are watching the lck right now t1 is very scary holy i got a chance to watch at least some I mean, of the games haven't, they haven't even looked that dominant in their games they just like always come out clutch like no matter what but they're playing like. macro they're really smart macro wise yeah that's macro what's is basically on. best way i would say yeah basically if you guys saw how Dan, if yeah. you guys saw how Dan one was running into them, I was like, okay, this is this is. Yeah, I mean they they should have kept Kana, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> Bird all just uh, ran into them. <laughs> as long as Zeus doesn't oh, eat out of his. You guys watched that mind. Uzi game? That one Uzi game he was playing. Uzi came back and he's on BLG. Oh my god, that was insane. God, Uzi he played so fucking godly, and they couldn't win with him. In fact, he retired for like. Two years, essentially, right? Yes, and it's like he, he played better than it's like before. 
What the fuck? <laughs> He's like, because people were like, oh my God, if you retire and come back, you won't be as good. No, by the way he played, he hadn't skipped a beat. He's still playing. It is so unfair for them to have Uzi and Dalgo on the same like fuck off. It is so unfair. Like, like if they're not if they're not taking advantage of that in streams, just having them scream each other all the time, then fuck, there's something wrong. You you would think by how long Uzi's retired, he would just not be as good as he once was. No, 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 you are. He's, he's still pretty fucking good. That's so crazy. That is absolutely 100% insane. Yeah, so who do you think they're going to fucking play next series? This happens with all teams. I've seen this with SKT, RNG, you know, with the MLXG, Karsa, fucking Blank, and Bangi. They have, they're going to choose one. They're going to choose one. I don't know yet. I don't know. I mean, T- T1 didn't. Honestly, they didn't really choose. They chose between Gumuyushi and Teddy. They chose between Gumuyushi and Teddy at one point. No, no, they did. But I'm, just, I'm saying in uh, 2016 when they won Worlds, they still kept kind of playing Bainey and Blank the same amount. But they eventually in, later the on chose Blank in the off season. You know, so it's like this happens with a lot of orgs. I've seen it happen too many times. They're gonna choose one. I just don't know which one they're gonna choose. It's like. Would you not choose Uzi? The only reason why you wouldn't choose Uzi is if, like, he would be not as good as if he came back from retirement. You know? That's the only reason why you wouldn't choose him. Doggo hasn't looked as good, but he still has a lot of potential there. Like, he's not a bad player. So, that's a hard decision, man. Yeah, I'm just baffled how there's a top laner in League of Legends who almost completed winning a split in every major region. <laughs> and winning worlds on with T1, and 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 he he almost won all LCS, LEC, LCK, and LPL at only 22 years old or 23 years old still at his age, mm-hmm. like 22 years old, made worlds with like each of them almost, and almost won worlds with T1 in 2017, and he goes from that <laughs> almost doing that somehow just that. Uh, fucking holy quadruple trinity at only 22 years old to then just playing lulu on uh tsm like, you know how, how the mighty have fallen i mean rain over cover for a lot of a lot of his mistakes like that's mm-hmm. the thing i was like they need someone not they just need, don't need to have huni anymore that's it yeah uh, Hoonie literally just like played nar on t1 they had a chance to get licorice or impact. They're like, you know what? Fuck those two. Hooney, that's the guy I need for my top yeah. my my, my team. Holy fuck. They impact and licorice. Impact. This is when fucking, you know, Flyquest got licorice. It's like, dude, you are either you are either on the biggest batch of drugs or you just don't want to win. No yeah, team. But guys, he, he's a good top he's a good weak side top laner when you like uh let speaker camp his lane for like 20 minutes. Yeah, like, totally worth. I just don't. They like after the this the, after this year, either Spika leaves or we know we know for sure Huni's gone after this year. When this year's officially over, who not gonna keep Huni? No way, no way. You can't win LCS with this guy. It's it's not yeah, possible. No, uh, yeah, just like it, <laughs> you couldn't win LCS with fucking uh like Demonte or Golden Glue. Like and and this and this is the thing, dude. Is like I don't know why people are so surprised TSM's bad. Like. How is this not going to get predicted? They don't have their owner because he's literally getting charged for verbal abuse. <laughs> Lena's gone. The guy yeah, that I made guy, the I told you to fucking hide that guy in the chat. God damn it. Oops. 
He, he was literally it had his messages there for like fucking over half an hour. God damn it. Because I'm all, I'm on my main account right now doing some stuff while I'm talking to you. Oh, uh, god damn just it. Well, you could have just said, <laughs> you do it. That's Here, just give, yeah. It. But that's the thing is, you know, the people who make the roster aren't there. And what kept TSM this much in, in competition was always being like name recognition. Player wants to go to TSM because they've been – their whole brand is winning. But when they're not winning, what's your brand then? People say, oh, TSM has a great brand. What's TSM's brand outside of winning? That's not a brand. That's not a brand at all. Every brand, yeah. every brand's thing should be winning. Okay, uh, their brand is getting the belt out. So that's the thing. They're like they don't even like I don't know what Shaoi's doing right now. They they took a player from the LDL halfway across the country, halfway across the world, just so they could bench him in two two weeks because. Tactical can't play with him. Like it's a his... good idea, in my opinion. I mean, and they promoted a player who's even worse than who they promoted. <laughs> it's a good idea because listen, since the LPL won Worlds last year, they're they're taking some of their best up and coming talent and just ruining them to make the region worse for the other regions. E- even with that, even with that all said, I'm still going to get a TSM jersey because, you know, that's what I do. I collect these things. So, I'll, I'll be getting a TSM jersey. And yeah, I got the no, one last I ju- year. I just I just collect Cloud9 player jerseys. And... Well, I, I'll usually get like the special ones, right? Like like Worlds ones for some teams. Um uh, I don't buy the Worlds ones. I just buy Oh, yeah, I I, I usually cuz that's like it's like a one-time thing generally. I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna get a rogue jersey. So the next, so the next, so the next jerseys after I pay off the ones that I bought right now, I'm gonna get a TSM jersey and the new rogue jersey. Okay. Well, I I just buy like Cloud Nine player jerseys, and then I bought a Faker jersey just because it's Faker when it went on sale. That that, I mean, yeah, I do own other Cloud Nine merch. I guess. yeah, I recently bought those uh, shoes they put back in the store. Dude, it's- I'm not gonna lie that this new TSM jersey, this looks pretty. This looks pretty good. I'm saying. Oh, it, it's pretty solid. You know, too bad their team sucks. That's the thing. It's so uh, I, I, I've I've contemplated not pulling the trigger on the CLG jersey so many times. It's like I, I I could get it. I easily could, but it's like I would probably never wear that on stream ever. You know, like and and I, I always think the, the 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 jersey looks good. The jersey's always looked fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just hey it's hey really uh, nice. yo. I, I, so I got a theory, all right? <clears throat> Fudge leaked the LS firing a month ago, all right? You I, you want to know why? Because LS slept it, with his girlfriend. Uh, okay, so listen. Uh, you know the uh, did you see that uh meme video mm-hmm. about Nine made about Fudge Nine? Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so listen closely uh so so when he was like imitating the five players all five of them mm-hmm. and the coach did you notice <laughs> he was wearing glasses for the coach who who else wears glasses oh my goodness max waldo oh my god this man he was, it's a message he was telling us something you are insane <sighs> You are literally insane. Holy shit, dude. No, I, I'm fucking... just I'm just too smart. Is that it? Yeah, and also please do not okay. It, this has nothing to do with the uh with the uh league stuff, but uh MSK, please do not fucking pick that Bruce Willis film today over Nightmare Alley. Please no, I know, no, I know. We can't, we can't. 
We, I, oh. I gotta get 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 those last Batman movies done. We gotta do. Oh, Lego, okay. Lego, Lego, that's on. that's better. How about we just not do the Bruce Willis film at all? GG. No, we gotta um, we gotta get 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 those other last Batman movies done. Lego Batman first and got them by Gaslight. Yeah. So I gotta do yeah, Well, there's other reviews we saw. Like we still need. Yeah, to no. Do the so tonight, later on, after like uh, an hour, I guess I I, I, I yeah, want to like, take take a nap really quick. Have we not done Peacemaker episode eight yet? No, yeah. So I was gonna say after yeah, this, have we done Joker yet? No, so that's what I'm trying to say. After this, okay. um, I'm going to take like an hour break. I'll just hit you up on Twitter and we'll do Joker. Not Joker. Oh, my God. We'll do Lego Batman, mm-hmm. Gotham by Gaslight. After that, if we have free time, we can do Peacemaker. I'm going to take another break. Come back. We'll do Hush and potentially Soul of the Dragon. So I got to get, get, get those okay. Batman movies done. And did so. you go to the theater today or no? I think so. I mean, did you see Uncharted? Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow I am. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, okay, so it was yeah. tomorrow. Okay, so you think yeah. of things tomorrow. Okay, so, yeah, just let me know how trash that film is, because uh, it's not good. Uh, so, no name, how you doing, man? The community didn't take Ellis aside. We said that Cloud... We we said that Cloud9... Not explain... Uh, I mean, the, the, no, the community did take his side, dude. The community took his side, yeah. the whole thing. They I'm did, just saying. Kind of. They took his side immediately. You know? Yes, Cloud9 didn't also explain... The situation very thoroughly, but the community did take Ellis aside. They automatically took his side, and like that, that's, and they were acting pretty fucking toxic. Peacemaker, you good? Yeah, Peace was good. It was good. Oh yeah, it was great. Uh, good. I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed just, it a lot. If you're a fan of Zack Schneider's films, uh, you're gonna want to dial just the suicide hotline thing after watching episode eight. <laughs> All right, guys. See you guys later. I gotta go get some content done. Well, I gotta take. I'm gonna take. I'm taking a nap for like 30 minutes, and I'm gonna. Go back and finish up the rest of my reviews that I got to do. Yeah. See you guys later. Goodbye. Uh, Remember, the Clonic Podcast is Wednesdays now. From now on, Wednesdays. And we'll have these every week, essentially. And, yeah, that's it. You know, the last thing I'll say about the LS thing is just it'll all blow over if you're a Clonic fan. Just it, 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 it'll blow over at a certain oh, point. Oh, I'm uh, worried that they're going to lose a lot of fans from this. Everyone says that, dude. They're they're staying. That don't don't take that too seriously, dude. No, no, no. I mean, they're staying. I'm just like, God. I, they any might fan that says any fan that says like, oh, I'm leaving. I'm going. Oh, I'm gonna be a hundred thieves fan. <laughs> just get the fuck out of here. Stop that. Yeah, shit. you were never a fan in the first place. But if this is what made you not be a fan, that's crazy. Because that's, that's again, again, just think of it like sports teams. You don't agree with everything your owner or organization does with your favorite sports team that doesn't mean you change fucking shit you just say yeah i don't like this this was really shitty uh i hate my owner but you don't fucking then be like okay i'm gonna be a red Sox fan like no what the fuck yeah like if you've been a cloud nine someone said i was a cloud nine fan for five years and they did this now i'm gonna leave well get the fuck out yeah yo let's think you'll gotta announce you're, you're leaving just don't let the door hit you on the way out that's it yeah goodbye like- like, you know, Jesus someone said, fucking Christ. I just don't get like this is the thing. If Cloud Nine somehow do manage to win the split, all those fans that said they're leaving are just gonna come back. Yeah, are they not? Yeah, so. it's like it's like if you've been a fan of uh FaZe Clan for since like the old Call of Duty days, which is what 2000s, 2001. Like, yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then it's like, oh, I can't be a fan of them anymore though, because like they're uh, they're toxic. Because- no, no, I can't be a fan of them anymore because uh, their influencers and like owners, you know, did that scam thing with the mm-hmm. Bitcoin. So I, I can't be a fan of the teams anymore now. Or the, you know, yeah, I'm done. I'm going to Optic. Bye. It's like what? It's like no, you can just say yeah, that's shitty. Whatever. Just 
Like as long as long as you don't agree with the shitty behavior of some people, that means to stop being being a fan of the org you've supported yeah, for. Like, uh, if you've like, been supporting listen. the org for more than like five years, and, and that makes you leave, you're just a not a you just not yeah, a fan. Like listen, like uh, as much as we meme about TSM, if you're actually like a fan of the team TSM and stuff, like that's fine. Like God, we're joking. Unless you're like one of those fucking like toxic incel TSM people, or you're uh, or are you actually like defend Reginald and them, then go fuck yourself. But I mean, <laughs> holy shit! So, yeah, guys, that's pretty much it. I'm not surprised that TSM looks as shitty as they do. This was bound to happen. I mean, I didn't have them that far up in my standings anyway. I had them at like max sixth place, I had them at max sixth place, and they're almost dead last. So, that's kind of the same range yeah the ls thing will blow over you know the, the club my fans they're, they're they're gonna stay they're not going anywhere anybody that says that is just bullshitting they're just in their feelings they're not thinking logically they're just bullshitting you you know that's what people do all the time that's how this happens all right guys mm-hmm. see you next week if there's any news that comes out we'll we're gonna cover it but if not if nothing big in news happens i'll see you guys on wednesday next week all right guys See you later. Peace. This was great. This was a great first episode to the Cloud9 Podcast's third season, starting off with Cloud9 drama. Who would have guessed, you know? Who would have thunk it? All right, guys. Goodbye. See you next Wednesday.